This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast, featuring Colt Eastwood and Mag, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the Xbox newscast. Cold Eastwood and Mag. Wait a minute. Wait. Bro. Gaz? Yes, yeah. finally. I'm going to scoot I'm up back. a little bit. Let's get I'm close. Back. Mag is dead. <laughs> Suck my rat. Uh, rat? <laughs> I don't know why he just rat for no reason. We're so I'm used back. to. The annoying. Annoying. <laughs> We're so used to saying that to Rand. Suck this, Rand. Suck that. Yeah. But um, yeah, no mag. He's on vacation. What's he uh, doing? Where's he at? Where's he at? Where's Rand? Where's Mag? Why do I confuse the two? Where's Mag? Mag went uh, up to like a really big, really big lake and cabin and boat and all that stuff. So he's living the good life. I was at. The Washington Beach uh, for most of this first part of the week, which normally is like, you just have to experience it. It's normally like Alan Wake. It's like overcast, foggy, drizzly. You wear a hoodie or a jacket and you're like, oh, the water, it smells like, smells like sperm whales. And uh, <laughs> it's just, I don't know, but it was great. We had great what weather. What holidays do you go to, man? Well, when you, go, when you go to the it Washington nice. Beach, it's not very warm. But, yeah, when we went, it was uh, 75 to 80 degrees or 75 degrees, which felt like, oh, my gosh, the sun's blazing. And it was really, really nice. And it was good to, it's good to nice. get out. Yeah. It looked nice from the pictures. And you Americans have these really nice, like, beachside houses, like cottages or whatever. And they just look so cool, man. Um, I was getting major FOMO. Uh, like, I went to L.A. and I even those, like, beats front. Uh, some really, like, obviously rich people live there. There's these amazing apartments. I'm like, imagine living here. It's just so nice. It's just be so nice. You wouldn't even care if Xbox had no games. <laughs> <laughs> You'd actually have something to look forward to. I mean, I tried to tell yeah. you, like, I said, we're, we're heading out to the beach in Washington, and it's probably more like when you go to the beach in the UK, and, and who was in the chat said, uh, sounds like the beaches in Wales. Where is that? Gosh, the, 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 uh, the chat's moving, but welcome everybody to the show. Yeah, that was a void rat says, sounds like the beaches in Wales. Yeah, it's normally, it's, you know, it's kind of drizzly, but it was great, and um, good to be back. I mean, I got back late on Thursday, and that's when all this Starfield stuff was popping off. People were really starting to generate talk about it. Um, codes were going out, and I was waiting to see what the heck was going to happen. So it's been nuts. And, uh, um, yeah, it's it's gaming time, right? <laughs> <laughs> we were talking, like, behind the scenes because I don't know. Um, yeah, it's just uh, there's a lot. Of course, it's something that I can't talk about, but we do have a lot of periphery stuff to talk about with with Starfield and uh, and all the news and, and all the saucings. Look at this shirt I'm wearing. Oh, shit! I need to talk that down. Jeez. Oh, I feel like I should be wearing my XNC shirt, uh, which I might take to uh, Gamescom. Um, why are we doing this show? Why are we doing this show? We can't do anything. 
We're yeah. Dying. We're both <laughs> well, I mean, playing Starfield. We're dying to talk about it. I already put my foot in my mouth multiple times. Although I didn't actually breach any uh, NDAs, but my obvious excitement bursting through the seams was uh, one thing. And then just, well, chat. You're, you're you a loose understand. cannon, right? Yeah. I, I, chat, chat. Just, just to piss you off. I'm looking at the game right now. <laughs> Where's my controller? I can play it. Wait, that's it. I, I this, am looking at this. You're going to be like this. If you can zoom into my iris, you can breach my NDA. <laughs> just, oh, look at that. So shit. you're like, what do you think about that, Gaz? And you're like, huh? <laughs> oh, you got the head? Hey, I got the controller. I haven't even used it. But it's just too nice. Look at it. Oh. When I sat down to play, um, I was sitting there playing on the... Uh, well, you can see my Starfield controller over, over here. But when I sat down to play, um, I had my Colt Eastwood controller I made, and my wife hands me the Starfield one. I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Star <laughs> Starfield controller. This is what I waited for. And um, it's, it just feels nice, man. That's a premium controller. Um, That's very nice. You know what? I'm, gonna, I'm actually not going to use this. That's how much I... I might put this next to my Constellation Edition. You know, the little briefcase that you get. I might actually wear the watch, though, because that's where, the only reason why I bought Where is the Constellation Edition? The game comes yeah. out uh, early access in 10 days. Uh, like, when are we getting this thing, have they said? Who ordered one uh, in the chat? Let us know if you, so got the, if you got um, the little case. I don't know. I don't trust... Uh, someone on, on Twitter reached out to me and said, Gaz, I don't trust game in the UK, that, which is where I bought it from. I'm like, where is it? Hmm. I want it. I need it. Um, especially now. Um, because, um, stuff is coming. Yeah. Ah, this is painful chat. I want to talk about it so much. I know there's going to be My like heart. super chats and stuff where people are going to try to squeeze. Like I got DMs like, Cole, if it's good, give me a wink. I promise I won't say anything. Cole, if it sucks, you know, yeah, slap so my, my dog's fish. <laughs> it's, Bro, it's so... Uh, on Saturday, someone was like, should I take some time off work? Because I originally planned to take it off. I said, take it off. But I didn't mean like, oh, oh no, Gaza takes it off. That means the game is amazing. Let's take it off. <laughs> you can't ah! say anything. You can't say anything because people are <sighs> deciphering every every single comment. It's it's so weird having you in the earbud right now. Like, we're, we're actually doing a show. Um, when was it when you left this podcast as my esteemed co-host it's been a few months uh, it's been look at when you started your new like job half a year almost oh yeah. when i started my new job yeah that was in march so <laughs> so around redfall time when i was exactly. playing red when i when i previewed redfall you were like i'm out i'm out Cold, I'm like, yep. <laughs> this fraud I'm out, I'm out here, and now you, I'm back under a. You're like Colt. Did you like that Redfall preview? I was like, yeah, it was pretty fun. You're like, by the way, um, I can't be on your show anymore. Oh, bye. bye, Felicia. I'm out. See you. Um, Peace. Oh, uh, this thing is. What? I'm trying to trying to say as much as I can without saying too, uh, too much. But what what are the things I will say? There's nothing really directly linked with the game is. And chat, you're wondering for those of you who haven't watched it, 
this has been a lingering question of Xbox's quality. Uh, and I'm not talking about uh, the feral Xbox fans who go, Halo Infinite's the best. I'm talking to the, you know, the real ones who like, in my opinion, just like, all right, you know, there has to be that something. Um, you know, and a lot of questions. And there is so much pressure on Starfield. I didn't even know yeah. how d some reviewers will react. You never know. You, you, there's such an unknown. Like, you, you be, sometimes find yourself, your opinions at odds with other reviewers. But to me, having played this game, I already get an idea now. Obviously, you would. Of what the narrative is going to be for Xbox going forward. Negative or positive. So, it's good to get an idea and I will say it's oh, gotta be careful. I can't chat, but it's you can't. Like, you can't. But I mean, your your uh, conversation uh, existed before anybody got a hold of the game. Like it existed before the yeah. forty five minute like award winning direct. This conversation began before or after that, right? Like when we marinated in that. And shout out to Red Wolf, who's in the chat right now, who has watched the Starfield direct at half speed, like every night before he goes to bed because he's a psychopath. I uh, love the guy. <laughs> but he, we, he knows a lot about that game. He does. Um, like, he, he would ask me, uh, he would be talking about the game uh, before, and he would know all the names of stuff that I've watched a million times, but I haven't retained it. But the, the point being that... Alfred goes, all I ask is Gaz to Bethesda deliver. Basically asking me to give a review of the game. What are you doing? Yeah, nice so... Try. Nice <laughs> I think even the very notion of us saying anything about what we anything is it is breaks NDA. So we won't listen. We don't you, even you head in that direction. This game is just look at my face during this stream. I'll be dropping little bits of facial reactions. You just won't be able to tell because my face is messed up. <laughs> ah, 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 um. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> That is how I sum up the game. Just like that. I hurt my neck doing that. Really hurt. I'm getting <laughs> old you, now. Uh, when, yeah, when you get old, yeah, you can't you can't do that. Uh yeah, this is a very dangerous ground. I've I've got some questions coming in right now, so uh, I'll be able to manage those pretty well because they will come and chop your head off if uh if you if you mess this up. Drew Peanuts That's a great I don't think they'll Drew, mess it up. They won't chop it up. If it's positive, they won't care. Well, I, I did hear a rumor that some that some content creator that I don't know who it is. Uh, somebody mentioned the name last night. I never heard of him. I think uh, Tim was Tim Dog was telling me. He said there's zero bugs in the game so far, and then I was told that Bethesda yanked his code access. He can't no, can no longer access oh, the game. Really? Yeah, I. Oh wow. That that sounds I'm like something that. that somebody made up because I didn't hear it myself. So it, that's just conjecture and speculation. But anyway, uh, you do have to be very careful. Drew Peanuts with a two dollars says, "Oh man, Gaz is here. Get ready for Starfield leaks." <laughs> Luckily, I didn't bre breach anything. All I said to people was, you know, like the they, people read into it so much, and I don't blame them. I would do the same. Um, I feel almost guilty at not being able to tell you, chat. Like, I know it, I, uh, the, the answer, or some of the answers. Uh, and obviously, NDAs, you, you can believe me. I want to tell you, but I can't. Um, 
But you'll find out. You don't have a very long wait. That's uh, that's what I was going to say. It's 10 days till early access, which I think costs you about $30 through Game Pass to get the early access September 1st edition. So mm-hmm. I'm going to put this in perspective for you, chat. If if you feel like, man, you wish you could just like th- throw a ninja star at us to get an answer, the game literally is available to you in 10 days. And we have waited five to six years for this game. Some of us have waited well over two long years when we thought the game might come out. I mean, I was convinced the game might actually be out by 2020. So in the grand scheme, 10 days is going to go by so fast, uh, especially if you have a game that you like that you're playing right now. Like uh, people are playing Remnant. People are playing Baldur's Gate. Uh, we're going to get into a bunch of that stuff. There's plenty to play. Let me get a couple more questions. Sith Lord, who's been a channel member for nine months, and always sends me a message every Monday. He says, the dynamic duo are back, Gaz. No talking about, quote, unquote, scale bound, he calls it. Colt, glad you're back. Gaz, safe travels to have a great show. Uh, thank you, Sith. So you, where are you heading? Tomorrow? Germany, tomorrow? yeah. Flying out, fly, fly out tomorrow in a few hours, actually. Um, haven't packed... Because of this game! <laughs> That's not breaking in here. But it hasn't. I've just been playing this. Uh, is the reason why I haven't packed, which I need to. I'm always a last minute packer. Um, but yeah, Germany is going to be great. I'm going to get to meet so many people. All uh, you I need get is... Wandering Dutch. I get oh, to nice. meet Dr. Burger. I'm, I get to meet the, uh, John from Xbox Era. They can punch him in the face for 8.5 for Redfall. Like, bam! There you go. Public service done. Um... By the way, Xbox Era, I hear they've already done the review. They've given it a 12. <laughs> Shut the <laughs> f- up, Xbox Era, you pieces of <laughs> I saw them like, oh, they're just, oh, yes. We're hearing that you're getting access what's, to the game. What's too. worse? Hey, listen, I got Kimelo too, yeah? I got access as well. What's worse? They uh, gave Redfall an 8.5. I gave, it a, I gave it a good preview, but gave the full game a 6.6 6 out of 10. Like, I don't know which one's worse. I think I'm the worst one. Um, yeah, I no, like to I mean, give preview, Nick Marseille a hard time. And, what's yeah, that? Yeah, Nick, Nick Marseille. Like, <laughs> you, you, you got why everyone in the preview got a really tiny vertical. We talked about this for ages, but you mm-hmm. got hard done by. Uh, but this is a whole different kettle of fish. Can't wait to see what the critical re- reception is going to be. Oftentimes, I don't know. Like, I have a very clear view on this um, game. Uh, and I'm just wondering, you know, sometimes my views are at odd, like Callisto Protocol. Callisto Protocol is a game that wasn't actually the Metacritic for Critical, uh, Callisto, in, in my opinion, is pretty accurate. What is uh, it? Just, what is what is it? Let me just share. Well, while you're doing that, mid- Magnum Westward says, Colt said Redfall was great. I actually don't know if there was actually yeah. those words were even used. I don't think I ever said... It was great. I never said it was game of the year. I never said it was going to be amazing. Uh, I did say Arcane never misses. I definitely said that. Uh, so did millions of other people. But yeah, uh, that was yeah. The preview was good, but once you sat down to play Redfall, it was really apparent that this is it, and that sucks. Yeah, that's why yeah. I don't talk about it anymore. It's like it's like beating a dead pony. But uh, yeah, yeah. What's 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 good? <laughs> You and I have had a very different initial exp- impressions of this game, but we're starting to touch tips now. <laughs> we're starting to oh, die. <laughs> yeah, literally in this game. Um, but yeah, man, like it's. Oh, 
<laughs> Mathel says Colt gets paid by Microsoft, though. No, it's called Google. Yeah, Google's partnered through YouTube. That's who pays me. Matthew, thank you for being here and helping. Uh, you know, hey, you being here has paid me point. You being here has paid me point zero 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 three cents for your view. Thank you so much for being here and funding the machine that is uh, Colt Eastwood and the gas reunion of ecstasy. This is episode one one four. And uh, I can't believe I've made it this far uh, by the skin of my teeth, but we've got great, super great um, supporters on the show. Um, let me read them out. I, I wasn't going to do it so guys and I could talk, but they're in the chat and oh, gosh dang it, they earned it. They're amazing. Mark Carwell, KY Bob, Assassin Lupu, J- Jazzy Newper, Ricky Fallon, Jason Lawan, Mo B, Lord Sinator, William Riggs, Farscape, Matt Hughes, and Jans Wolf, Zimic. Uh, Donnie Quezada, Suicide King, Assassin Lupa, Robert Jackson, Dante Moody, Betamax, Dark CMF, Gaz, or Septic Sauce, Zenner White, Devario 2 Gaming, Wreak Havoc, V Simcoe, Assassin Poochie Dub, Hargit Chani, Raiden Blade, Cute Perspective, Risk of a Biscuit, True 77, Micah Ford, Red Source, Attitude Deer, Pesky Krogan, Dave's Games, Penapple Pen, Trill, Roberts, Macbound, I'm sorting some of these up, Meat Puppet, Red Allen, Red Wolf, Alan Adultery, Gamer by Choice, Jedi J Goalie, Rippin, Highlander, Techno Caveman, Fire 71, That Blue Number, aka Holly, Kung Fu Hot Dog, Uncle Chowder, my Holly, my uh, my Fallout 76 friend, Uncle Chowder, Shooter, Tex Made, V Mac, Clipdos, Kevin Wilbertron, and B Martin 001. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, and thank you to the, um, the the viewers. We have 800 people who are here to listen to Gaz and I not leak anything crazy. What was, that, what was the uh, Metacritic for Callisto? 70 um which is not so bad 70 yeah you know, i mean i guess low? i would give the game like maybe a a higher 70 but i'm glad i played it but 70 75 is what i'd give but it's fine this it seems all right um yeah i mean i thought it was excellent especially from edibles uh, no i'm joking <laughs> but you know, it was so difficult which, yeah it's is it it's for you lucky Americans or wherever in the country where those things are legal. What? Play, you, take those when playing this game. <laughs> That's oh. what I was saying. <laughs> Actually, take that playing any game. Uh, but um, it really, oh, Cole, I want to corrupt you so bad. Christine. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm 76 and, years old. I've made it this far without, you know, snorting mushrooms. So we're... Oh, just I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, just it's not bad. Look, I would not recommend. I'm your brosk. I'm your. You brosk sound like my drug dealer right now. <laughs> yeah, but instead of Ritalin, I'm gonna give you some sauce. Chat. I'm trying to corrupt him. Uh, but yeah, just uh, Todd Howard. Can you just give me a pass to talk about this game? Give me a pass, Todd Howard. Someone just come in the chat. Jeff Rubenstein, just say, guys, you know what? We'll allow you to say things as long as they're good. Actually, a dangerous precedent. And it's just propaganda that we're just spreading. I have a feeling um, Todd Howard wouldn't mind, but the rest of the team would be super mad. Like, Todd's just like, yeah, yeah no, no, it, go for it. Uh, yeah. He's so laid back. Would, so laid back. Yeah. But it's, 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 yeah. Todd, so Todd Howard pulled you to the side on an Xbox Showcase event. And said, yo, Colt, I love your Starfield videos. I think the one where you did the gravity stuff, right? And all that. Or do you say it like I hope he saw that one, but he said he watched a lot of my videos and all the Starfield stuff. So That is insane. 
mean, imagine Todd Howard as a creative, yeah? Getting Todd Howard, of all people, to say that he loves your videos. Bro, I'd be walking with an erection for 20 days, just like... Just like yes! That's amazing! Do you not take stock of the fact that this guy is called God Howard by loads of people as a creative who has an incredible legacy and mm -hmm, says that mm -hmm. he watches your video? And most, all I'll get is Aaron Greenberg doing coke in the back with me saying, I love your source videos. Uh, but that's all I'll get from him. That's my impression of Aaron. Aaron, if you're watching this, we're getting lit on GameScore. That's not happening, Joe. That was a joke. That was a joke. Aaron. The, the most okay, you're going to get is Aaron Greenberg buying you breakfast and there being more plates than there are people. That's that's all you're getting. <laughs> Shout out to you and your, and your video. Please go watch Gaz's last sauce video. It's on the Game on Daily channel, not the Septic Sauce channel. But it, yeah. it, it took off like a, like a shot and I, I had to watch it like four times because... Gaz, you cram so much craziness in that you have to rewind the video and pause the video to read these moronic tweets. And actually, today on the show, we're going to talk about some of the moronic things that people are saying. They're so far off base, and we're going to bring some truth and some reconciliation yeah. into Let's all of it. it. But let me let me catch up on a couple of these. Um, we got Cerebral Assassin. Thank you so much for the super Cerebral. He says, much love for Colton Gaz. Fell at work yesterday and broke my foot. So I hope you guys keep me entertained and distract myself from this pain. X and C oh. and Cerebral Assassin, I'm betting you fell like four inches and broke your foot. Because when you get a little bit older, you can't you can't even fall at all before hurting yourself. And I'm sorry to hear that. Broke your foot. Uh, you probably fell oh, a long that's... ways, actually. He's probably oh, like, really? That sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Wait, man. But, um, yeah, let us know if you got a cast. You don't, or... need, you don't need your legs to play Starfield. You'll be fine. <laughs> what about the legs? They don't need the legs. Yeah. Nick Cannon <laughs> with the $2 Super says, can't wait to play Starfield Day 6 on Game Pass. Day 6 meaning he's just waiting to get the game uh, for zero, which is uh, that's pretty amazing. We're going to talk about that as well, the whole oh, yeah. uh, $0 thing. We, we got something funny about that, don't we, guys? We'll talk about Game Pass, killing the industry. Ram Passos, thank you so much yeah. for the five euro. Says hello from, uh, yeah, euro? These euros in Ireland? He says hello from Ireland. Uh, Colt, the best Xbox podcast. That's a lie. He says, I'm so glad you did it earlier so I can watch live today. Also, hi, guys. I can see you from hi. here. Hi, Dan. I'm good. Are you, wait, what? <laughs> you can't see the island of Ireland from. <clears throat> Do you from the coast? Can you? It's way out there, probably. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, Age of Shadow Wolf. Thank you for the five. Says, hey Colt, what if Bethesda did a real fan service move with Starfield by having two planets basically be set in the worlds of Fallout and Elder Scrolls? So I'm gonna I'm gonna attack this question because I said before it would be great if they put some homages into Fallout or of Elder Scrolls. Um, I think that would be cool. Um, We'll have to see if that is even a thing, but I Probably I feel they, like they must have. I feel like they, they separate have. those things uh, normally. I if anybody knows well, they put that blonde guy. Remember the blonde guy? That's a homage. Just oh yes, in. they did in the direct. Yeah, the uh, yeah. the annoying fan. So we'll, we'll have to see if there's anything. I'm sure there's so much to explore. Uh, thanks for the question, Agent Boner Jams with the five says. 
Colt <laughs> North Southwood. Great to see you. Happy Monday. The return of Gazatron. Great show, boys. Have a great week. Much love. Yeah, thank you, Boner Jams, for that. Deadly Headley says the pony cap is awfully quiet right now. Gaz, let's uh Deadly Headley's got a point here. Uh have they been quiet on on the X Twitters? Or have they oh, been man. louder than normal? I thought it was the other way around, but you know, they were going crazy on every conceivable angle if it wasn't this game is not gold yet and you're so concerned like all of a sudden the game's not gold yet the game's not gold. they're not showing you games cold oh no no you wait till the reviews ah! no so what i'm just going to say is like there is a lot of insecurity and a lot of fear and i use the word fear in the console warring camp on on the playstation side about this game and for good reason because there's a lot going into this you know 20 years in the making whatever thought howard and this is a game that playstation cannot hope to match in terms of the sco scope scale this is why you've seen the playstation guys double triple down on boulders gate which most of them won't even really complete <laughs> Let's be real. they won't even they won't even play yeah. it they won't they won't um but Ultimately, the, the, the insecurity exists for a reason. The reality is this. PlayStation guys do are burnt badly by the emission of Starfield on their console. It is the big one. and The one know, they thought was coming to their console. Remember that. The, when the rumor mills... You know, it's funny. It is, it is Sony's money-hatting antics and the aggressiveness of them that actually was the impetus for Microsoft to acquire ZeniMax in the first place because they kept getting uh, timed exclusive Ghostwire, they get it for Death Loop, but they were doing it, and that just spurred Microsoft on. And that is going to buy... Hmm. Anyway. <laughs> ultimately, right. ultimately, ultimately, they, they... Look at the discourse. It has, on almost every angle... It has. You've had it from the media types. You had it from like, No Man's Sky, Wannabe, this game sucks. Oh, 30 FPS, granted, that to me is a legitimate reason to call it out. Uh, whatever. I mean, that's just, yeah, whatever. But, uh, anyway, oh my God, <laughs> it's so hard. This is so hard. I, I, I know, and I'm going to... What, what do we see this week? Former dev. Former dev. We had Pete Hines coming. Let's talk about that. Come yeah. I, I, that's, in, grunt, that's in a different man. order, but yeah, of course. Um, okay, fine. Whatever. I want to make sure that I get back to it because that is all part of the, um, you know, I'll move some stuff down here because that's usually how I try and do things. Um, let me see. I think it goes about right here. So people are going to be mad if we give this guy a spotlight. So I'm not even going to mention his name and he already made his money on Twitter for being uh, just an absolute moron. But this ex-dev said, found got a leaked image of the Starfield start screen, which we can't even share on our own socials because it would probably constitute breaking NDA. But he said this minimalistic start screen is a sign of, I'm just going to paraphrase him, a sign of lazy developing or running out of time or not having time for creative is that what he said basically guess yeah yeah he did uh i've got the uh tweets here because i was actually trying to work on a video just it's so this is the reason why this game um you can't get anything done yeah 
Yeah, Everybody knows hot. his name. Yeah, it's like I, I usually don't say the names of these people if I have no respect for them on my show live on the air. Like I'll say Nick Marseille because I consider him a friend. So yeah, no, go you ahead. Don't. Shut up, Gaz. Um, <laughs> a liar. Um, <laughs> Grums is this the former dev at World of Warcraft? Uh, you won't say his name. I'll say it. And this guy is losing his mind, bro. This guy is getting murked right now. He he tweeted saying the physiognomy of start screens. The start screen of a game can reveal a lot about how rushed the team was and how much pride they took in their work. Starfield's start screen either shows hasty shipping deadlines by a passionate team overworked or a team that didn't care. It's quite funny that this guy talks so boldly, so boldly. Yeah, when you look at his past, past his pedigree, pedigree, that's the word, mm -hmm. is absolute diarrhea as, as far as the recent ones are concerned. He, a Firefall developer, got ousted by his own, de the developers and the team within And the them. board. <laughs> the yeah, board. The board just chucked them out. He spent like a million or something on them. They, they said, they said you're bus. out, or did you not get the memo? <laughs> <laughs> they, he got the memo, and he got murked. This guy, <laughs> like, he spent loads of money on this disgusting, atrocious-looking bus for promotion. That Who did he hire? West Coast Customs, bruv. He thought he was on Pit My Ride. Oh, le got. those guys are legendary, though. How do they make a hot dog van that looks like it's... Uh, in a Dollar General <laughs> cyberpunk game. <laughs> well, actually, if you watch, there's a documentary on, on what happened. West Coast Customs' work was not really good. So a lot of what they represented on on screen didn't actually turn out to be that good. It didn't work. Everything didn't work like the way it did. So people got burned by it at the end of it, which is quite funny considering Grums did the same thing. But you know what people did? He said, you, if you're saying that, let, let's compare... All the other load screens. They pulled The Last of Us Part 2's title screen. They pulled all Bethesda's old title screens. You've got Elden Ring's minimalist title screen. And what it absolutely slapped him in the face. And then... Resident then Evil 4's thought. title screen is just a red and white logo. Yeah. I thought it was just a sword. Like, Elden Ring is just a logo. The, the Great there. Last of Us Part 2 is a foggy picture with a dead boat sitting in the corner. That looks like somebody it? made it in like five minutes. Like went into screen into into photo mode. And went, mm, mm, there you go. Hey, hit the like, like button if you guys are having a good time. We got a thousand people here. Gaz is just diving in, you know, wrist deep into the sauce. So show your support for the show by minimizing the chat for just a second because they're on fire. And and hit the like button. We need to get that up to five hundred, or or Gaz can't make it to Germany for Gamescom. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Fallout. Look, look at the old games. Fallout 76, Fallout 4, they all had the same thing. So what happened was... Fallout 4 was great, though. It had that great yeah. red rocket background. It was really highly detailed. But Skyrim was just a logo. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway. And then, and then Pete Hines comes along. Do you have the quote? Because I have it, too. I have it, too. Uh, yeah. yeah. Read it. Read it out. I'm trying to... Yeah, so Pete Hines... Uh, well, two people mercantiled him beyond all recognition. One of them was John Linneman. <laughs> Which I don't have John Linneman's quote, but John Linneman is just, he, he tries to just stay so nice when he attacks people um, that need to be sat down. But Pete Hines just sat him down. Pete Hines said, or 
They designed what they wanted, and that's been our menu for years, and that was one of the first things we settled on. Having an opinion is one thing. Questioning out a developer's care because you would have done it different is highly unprofessional coming from another, quote, dev. And then, <laughs> emotional damage! <laughs> Gangster. Straight. Bro. Straight savagery. Say, yeah. Teddy, and you know what? I love the fact that he put dev in inverted comm commas. The source from behind. And yep. then he, and then rightly, rightly said, the fact that you bring up on dev concern makes you an absolute cock. Sorry, I did that wrong. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> I remember, I remember like a year ago when you were on my show and you go, what oh, the, yeah. and you drop the F bomb and then you hit like, you hit the oh, yeah. reverb. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and then you oh, looked God. at me like you were so sorry. And I was like, oh, that was great. <laughs> what the? Fudge, 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 fudge. Um, I can't I can't do reverb uh, on the mic, but I can do a, a delay. Uh, <laughs> literal table with the authentic emotional damage. Um, <laughs> this guy is such a rinse machine, bro. He, like, bro, he, you know what he said? He predicted before. Forget all this. He even predicted. He goes, I, I reckon my prediction is this game is going to get absolutely down. Completely, you know, you were saying, and I, you know, we did the little emoji with this camera snap. <laughs> that was before I got the uh, oh, review code. So like, it's a, it, the guy is a, such a, he's such a melt though. <laughs> I'm sorry, but he's an absolute melt. He's, melt, uh, he's not because he's just making fun of Let me use Xbox. a professional it's, term. He's, he's, he's miserable. He's miserable. You see it all the time. You'll see it in your comment section if you make a video. You'll see it anywhere if you share anything. You'll see these miserable people that I want to be heard, but I'm, I can only make my voice known if I say something acerbic or just way off base. Um, it's almost ridiculous to talk about it, especially after two days of the start screen fiasco, but um, what's wrong with people? I mean I mean, Grums is like, this guy is not finding any favors from devs or anyone. And he's doing it. And now he's going, he's doubling down on it. So, you know what? He's using, what was, what was his last, uh, he's calling X-Bots. He goes, I cleared my tweets to argue with X-Bots. Whilst they aren't very productive, probably looking boring to most of my tweet, blah, 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 blah. Then he's, he's calling... Uh, oh, you can't even play tic-tac-toe right. Some gamer you are. No wonder you play on Xbox. Like, bro. Oh, my gosh. And then he says, it's, it's like, you guys act like I slept with your mother when I wrote something about a start screen. It's like, uh, I mean, he is a creative. Uh, I'll give him that. At least he is considered a dev. Uh, it's not even fair to say that you can't critique if you're not a, can't critique the food if you're not a chef, but it's like, Come on, you should be doing better than that. Like, you should be offering something to your community besides just being a jerk. But, uh, but yeah, Ghost GDL says it. he's also anti-Xbox, so and that's very apparent. Um, speaking of anti-Xbox, I don't know how much of a discussion this is, but this really bothers me. And IGN, I, I was able to ratio IGN nicely because they put out a tweet or a news article about how some players would not be able to access Starfield 
because of the PC release and early access. I don't even remember what it was about, but I basically said to them, you know, you can say Xbox, you know, you, you get a double win if you use the word Xbox because Xbox is normally trending in the gaming yeah. SEO. Like if, because they said Starfield players, but they were talking about on PC and like even IGN guys, even IGN, who's been you know in the industry for 20 some years, still considers Xbox only meaning a plastic piece of console. And I'm just saying, I feel like the industry or a lot of people in the media, maybe this sounds a little psychopathic, but I feel like they're afraid to use the word Xbox. Like they don't want to give it its due. And so they, they circumvent the word Xbox. They usually use the word Microsoft when they're talking about games. And I don't know if that's a, if that's a bias thing where they refuse to only talk about Xbox when it means the console, but this has been a thing for a while where the Xbox is much bigger. Am I, am I complaining? Am I splitting hairs here, Gaz? Or do you think it's a thing? Not really. Um, I think IGN deserved to be called out. Uh, You had IGN console warring on its own main account in the comments section live. Remember, say, oh, Xbox doesn't even have any games. That was IGN. Yeah, two or three years ago. Yeah, yeah, one of their two years ago. Yeah, one of their mods or one of their yeah. Well, they use the official IGN one. Like you can mm-hmm. see, the bias runs through it. All of them run it. Gamespot, Gamespot, in my opinion, have always had a pro uh, PlayStation slant quite strongly, actually more so than IGN. Uh, but you know, IGN definitely have that. So then, but before that, they had all these games like Liza P. They didn't mention they were on Game Pass. They were just missed it out, and then Destin comes out and goes, "Oh no, they just." omitted it and then they just avoid seem to avoid the word of xbox then you've got that well hold on there were there were let's float on that for a second there was two games that were pretty prominent and i know it's a mistake and i've made mistakes in my videos i've i've done these are the exclusives coming to xbox timed and, and exclusive and one sometimes two games in my entire video were actually multi-plat i've made those mistakes it's just me though i just work on my own I don't ask anybody for help. Like, hey, can you fact check this crap? Um, yeah. But yeah, Street Fighter Six, Street Fighter Six, and I want to magnify what you said, guys. Street Fighter Six and Liza P said PC and PS Five. That's all it said. I'm like, like you said, Liza P is in Game Pass. Like, it's launching day and date in Game Pass. Like, it's partner with the Xbox. Like, how do you look at the name Liza P, grab the footage, and not think? Xbox before anything else, the name Xbox, like that should be that as, as a games journalist site, that should be in, that should be natural. And then I'll have you take this one, guys. Street fighter six. IGN's quality sucks. They, they, they're so big now. This is what happens with bloated things. They contract. Bloated, bloated thing. They contract it out to everyone, like to everyone for content creator, everything. And they said, you know, like even, um, what was it? Dustin came under fire for very like, uh, flame bait, uh, title. Remember he said like X, the, the Starfield feels like Xbox or last chance or something like that. Um, was that Destin or, or McCaffrey? No, uh, no, it was Destin. McCaffrey. And I thought, no, no, it was, De- no, 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 it was Destin, Destin. And then Dustin came out of fire and then, you know, we replied to his thread. He goes, well, you've used this word. And he came out and said, my editor did that. And they were like, oh, well, that's, yeah, that's right. You I'm sorry. That? Yep. I do remember that. And, yeah. 
and and again, it's not Destin's fault. Destin obviously he he works there, and he he's a Xbox guy in my opinion, just like a great. Well, let me let me ask you Bye. quickly. We'll sidebar that. Um, I I do feel like Starfield has a lot of weight on its shoulders with Xbox spending some eighteen months like on the sidelines. So that yeah. regardless of how important Starfield should be. I mean, you could argue that Redfall. What's that? Last chance, though. That's just ridiculous. Were those the words, last chance? Uh, Like the death of Xbox? Yeah, yeah. It was either the showcase or it was Starfield. It was a while ago, like a few months ago, two, three months ago. But it goes to show IGN has this problem where even they revealed how they review games and what games they choose to review. And this is a bloated, massively, in my opinion, out of date. Uh, publication that really doesn't have that much quality. Uh, that's what, pe- in my opinion, for all the all the traffic it gets, it just slaps it. We ever had Xbox come at them and said, "Oh, thanks for stealing our graphic and just slapping your logo onto it." Like watermark, boom, done. That's, I mean, how late? How many examples are we going to give? And how many times are you going to forgive well, IGN? Like I've been hard. If you did a poll right yeah. now, do you respect IGN? Yes or no? Do, oh, I know what that? that would be. I know what that would be. And I've, I've been do harsh it. to IGN. Um, do Don't be scared. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Can you? I'm here right no. now. No mag. <laughs> do it, Gaz. I'm not afraid to do it. I just, I just know what the results would be. But I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll make it. Um, so like ten. And just stay with me for a second. I think this is a great idea, but. I heard that IGN got 10 to 15 codes for Starfield that their staff will get to play and review. But what IGN does, uh, what was the question for the poll? Do you trust IGN? Was that what it was? Was that what your question was? Do you trust IGN? I already know it's going to be like a 92% will say uh, no. So I'm going to ask right now. That's my prediction. 92% will say no. Um, I like some people at IGN. I mean, bro, we had Luke Riley, the the car guy, who's freaking amazing and hilarious, dude, on the show. That was that was legendary. To be clear, to be clear about this, IGN as an institute, as this body, not the individuals within it, because ultimately, Luke Riley, I haven't even seen him for a while. He was a great guy. Destin's pretty cool. Like he's an Xbox guy, Mm -hmm. whatever. All of them, but. there's a guy who did their almost digital foundry-esque kind of tech analysis thing. That guy was very good. Those segments were really good. You get, obviously, in- individuals in that organization that are really good. But generally, IGN feels like this bloated, out-of-date, really just riding on the coattails of what it's established for years. And it They get access to everything respect. because of their size. Let, the let me, let me finish saying what I, what I think they should do. And I've said this for a long time. Uh, If they send 12 codes out to IGN, I don't know if this is going to... I think this is a really good idea. I think what they should do is 
everyone should review the game. Like everyone should do their review and they should pick someone to make the final review and they should all tally their scores together and average it. And that may sound really unfair, but when you have like 10 people have access to the game in your outlet that work for and represent IGN, I think the review score should represent IGN the best it can instead of representing Jimmy Sloan, who is the editor that is reviewing IGN or reviewing that game that week like being Starfield. So it's a big game. And if you were going to have all these people play it, just say, all right, what did everybody give it? And then just give it an average. We at IGN think Starfield should have this number. And I think that might help. Or maybe no one would no one would know. I don't know. Whatever. Ultimately, like, reviews are subjective. I, I, I think sure. the question is, are IGN relevant? But really, generally, the focus has shifted from publications such as these, despite the fact that they still have incredible weight as far as Metacritic is concerned. That's where they hold on to whatever their relevance, um, with exceptions that like Eurogamer doesn't even issue review scores. And I don't re issue review scores when I do do a review for that reason, because people are fixated on the number. They're not really the substance. And you and they don't listen, yeah. Yeah, you, you, the ideal way is people respect what you have to say, that they will bother reading the body of what you've written as opposed to just the headline and just fixating on the score. I used um, to do that. I, I used to scroll to the bottom and look I for the big that. number. I did it all the time. Yeah. And I, that's why I don't do it on my reviews. It says, I want to make you read it because people will not, they will focus on their idea of what that number represents. Like Callisto Protocol 7 is like, that's too low. That's fail. Well, for me, 7 is like, that's a solid game. Good start. Lot of potential. Like, I would give, I gave 4 to The Order 1886. Yeah, despite that, the premise of that game has a lot of potential. Uh, but people didn't look at it beyond the 4. Um, so, like, you know, the, the IGN is ultimately just this aging husk, in my opinion. But it's still a massive player in this space this biggest one as far as uh reviews concerned but that's where the question lies and this is where the uncertainty lies with me Colt. i played starfield uh you played starfield we have a certain view on it will the publications feel a different way about it will they be influenced by something because a lot of people think this and asa even thinks this that there's a pro playstation slant in the media generally uh he was talking about this on saturday and if Starfield was on a PlayStation exclusive, then maybe your poll should say that. Do you think it would score a couple of points higher? And I would say yes. I would say yes, it would. That's a loud plane going over right now. Uh, I'm, when, wow. when Asa says there's a slant for the PlayStation and, and bias, I think the heavy part of that comes from there's just so many PlayStation fans, more than there are Xbox fans. Absolutely. So Absolutely. that's just natural, right? But... But still not fair for Xbox because that that doesn't get its two two cents. Like, it, but, it, you know, but, but you've I'm been here long. You've been here as long as I have, guys. You and I've been here since the beginning of the Xbox One generation when the console war became a totally different beast. And you and I've watched Xbox go, huh, what, yeah. where, oh. for so long. And you can expect that a that a loyal PlayStation fan would go. When are they ever going to get their act together? And so some of that spills in. Unfortunately, some of those people, when are they going to get their act together? They work at media outlets. They they are approved on Metacritic. So like you said, it's all subjective. 
That's actually another topic we're going to talk about. Um, mm -hmm. As far as say, well, one thing is like, look, you, your formula is really good. Um, it's that people should follow in terms of what, how they form their buying choices. Don't just fixate on Metacritic score. Listen to them. Find a reviewer that has some synergy with you. And for me, that's like ACG is a very good one. Mm -hmm. uh, even though me and him disagreed on the Callisto, but that, he didn't have edibles when he played it. Uh, but it's like I remember ACG. you guys like quasi argued on on social media about that. <laughs> that was quasi. It was just a fun yeah, ribbing. Actually, was. he was like, "Okay, really? You think it's excellent? Right?" Um, and uh, yeah. to be honest, I I, I I did enjoy that game in a very specific mindset. But the what I was going to say was, uh, look, ultimately, don't just bemoan and cry. Oh, this game media bias as well. Fair enough. But I still want us. I will respect the aggregate scores of the reviewers, no matter what they give Starfield. Uh, because I want to know, unless I feel there's a woeful misunderstanding industry-wide, which has not really ever happened, in my opinion, uh, apart from the smaller levels, I say that, like um, that High on Life, that barely had any reviews in the first place. Because reviews didn't feel incentivized to play this game that was on xbox if it was on playstation you'd have a lot more reviews high in life hardly had any because people like they don't it was a on. super niche game it's also scored way lower than it should have like i think it's I like a 60 something or like a 67 a or I, I i thought it was fun i laughed my head off uh just standing in the courtyard watching the tv shows was worth the price yeah. of admission and if i had paid full price for that game i, I would have been fine with it but um yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, again in the in the chat says AGN and Skillup are meh. I think they're fantastic content creators. But if you don't align, I love that Gas said this. If you don't often find yourself aligning in opinion with Skillup on his reviews, then Skillup's not the reviewer for you because if he recommends something, you could say, you know, I don't normally like the stuff he recommends, and I really like Skillup. But a lot of games he he reviewed this past year, I liked and he didn't. So. Maybe you can watch his stuff and say, hey, maybe I'll like it anyway. But Gaz and I have said on the show, you need three resources. You can use a Metacritic or an Open Critic. You can use a content creator that you usually align with, not one you trust, but one you align with, and then a friend that you know likes the same crap that you do. And then you're good. You're good. You're good. Yeah. You'll be all right. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, having played this game, I don't, reviews, review will not make any... <laughs> Well, I get to play it, but my my mind is set. What I'm playing is what I'm playing. It, it, the beauty of playing this, uh, uh, no guides, no, you can't really talk to anyone about it. You're kind of like, it's, it's, it's quite cool. You get to play Starfield. You get lost in this whatever, universe, and you're cut off from everyone's conversation. Well, it is weird. I'm like, how do I do something? I can't Google it. Like, I just have yeah. to ask a fellow player like hey do you yeah. know how this works so you're you're in the blind which is and a cool thing out. it's kind of yeah. cool for starfield it's really cool because you're like that's the premise of the game this is like mystery uh there's what i'm talking about but you know what <laughs> yeah uh, that, yeah don't i don't the fbi will knock my door pushing polygons is my channel member sponsor like the express sponsor for this for the super class um he says i usually look at more than one review instead of one outlet 
Uh, with that said, ones and twos belong to those games that are technically flawed, like the AI in Redfall. And I would add to pushing Polygon's comment that I don't believe any game should get under a four unless it's unplayable, like it's broken and you just can't play it. And I, I don't take with that completely. I, I don't know really? where you get that idea from. I don't know what what, what, what you just make this rule up. What? Oh yeah, that's my rule. That's my rule. If it, I don't think a game should be under a f four, if it's unless it's unplayable, like you try and play it and like the character just what? doesn't move and you can't shoot anything because you can't hit them and just the mechanics are broken or the game is busted. Um, because I believe I, I a five. I'll tell you why. Because everyone, you said it's subjective and everyone's different. But listen to me, chat. See if you agree. If a game is a five, it's pretty crappy. But you and you probably won't even want to finish it if it's a five or a six. Sometimes I, but I've played sixes that I thought you know, like uh, Gotham Knights. I'm glad I played it. I would give it a seven something. Uh, I wouldn't give it a low six, but I'm glad I played it. But that's someone else's score. So I feel like a game can suck, but you can still play it. But why would you? Uh, so I wouldn't even touch a game that is a five or under, and I don't. You don't normally see scores like that. I'll add one last thing: that user scores are worthless because you have all the tens, which are bullcrap, and you have all the ones and zeros, which are absolute bullcrap. So, but what's your what's your opinion, guys? Like anybody cares? Well, <laughs> that's true. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't. Well, if that's your view on it, that's fine. I I think this. When I when I do reviews, they're like, oh, how can you give a four? It's not even broken. I'm like, that's your standard. Yeah, that's, that's true. And yours. Yep. That's not my standard. And a game can be fully operable, and it could be so poor, so bereft of its original vision, of its promise of gameplay, of promise of everything, so utterly rote and just dead that I would give it a two. A game and multiple. <laughs> It could be you get an example of a game. No, yeah, no, give me an example two. of a game that you'd give under a four. I'll that you give played. you something under a four, and and I think it, it depends on if you say something like Cyberpunk came out, and Cyberpunk was supposed to do all these things, and it promised all those things. On the base of its promise, the game ended up being like what's a poor game? The Order eight eighty six, like completely different. Completely baseline gameplay. I don't know. Not old eighty six had some fans. Um, Tugger nuts is Gollum. Uh, I didn't even hear anybody besides Hargeet playing it. I don't think. What, what's your game, guys? Like, have you played a two out of ten that you can remember? Logo cycle. <laughs> Logo cycle. Remember that <laughs> one release? I played that. And I was like, "What is this?" I, I mean, I like, probably started something and. Exactly yeah. 10 years ago at Gamescom, where I was there. I said that, and I've got the developers there. We're interviewing them. We're very proud of Locust Icon. We're like, ah, ah, I'm just playing this game. Like, what? This is on mobile. What is this game? How? 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 It's like, you know, it, it's subjective. It is subjective. Yeah. But I have a pretty harsh like review criteria and let, just, uh, I, don't, I don't know let me throw this in for fun uh my best one of my best friends uh besides you and, and rand who i gotta read rand's let me read rand's comment uh he he sends us five dollar super and says colton gas stop doing the podcast and come and play starfield with me <laughs> shut up rand you never play games with us you never plays with us he oh. never plays a, what is the single time he's playing a game with us 
Wait, I played I played Outriders with him, and uh, recently we played. Crap, Rand, what did we play together? Him and I played a game together this year. I can't remember. No, no, but, me and Rand did play something together. What was it yeah. that we played, Rand? Rand and I, what, oh, what? We, played, we played Grounded, like 50 hours, like every night for three or four weeks. Uh, we were like living the, living the dream. It was great. Um, I can't remember Rand. what I was going to, oh, oh, I got to say this just, just for fun. Uh, Nick Marseille, that's what I was getting into. You know, ADD, you know, it's a great thing to have. ADD, come get yours today. Um, <laughs> Nick Marseille, our good friend, he said no one should trust Colt after his review for Starfield or for uh, Redfall. I'm like, I didn't review, my review's a six out of 10. Like, it's, uh, anyway, just so people know for transparency, I gave Halo Infinite a nine out of 10. Way too high. What did it get? An 87? Mm. okay i gave it a 90 okay i gave gears 5 a 95 out of 10 it got a 86 or something like that 85 okay too high i gave forza horizon 5 a 9.5 out of 10 what'd it get a 92 i gave crackdown three people now i I would love for the chat to say what do you think what do you think colt gave crackdown three because he loves it I gave it a 78 out of 100. Way, way too, too high. Way too high for gas. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm typically a little too high sometimes. Mushrooms. Five. But five. Um, not that kind of high. I'm, I'm always about 5 to 10 out of 100 too high, I suppose. But, you know, that's just, that's just reviews. That's how they go. But uh, whatever. That's the, let, me, let me move on. I've got it supers piling up. Let's talk about, just for a second, Gaz, do you give a flying crap about the Starfield rap? Snap it rap. around and to give it a snap. Put it around your Xbox console. It's a rap. Starfield. Oh. That was like one of those one of those white raps. Like, yo, 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 when the rap's for you, put the Starfield on your console and it's good for you. Oh, God. Don't ever do that again, you <laughs> That's what they always did in the 90s, like on the commercials. Put the snap on the thing and the top of the thing, and it's like, oh my gosh, it's like this some 42-year-old white guy in the studio. <laughs> Put the snap on the crap, it's a stop feel rap. <laughs> that is so like 1991. What do you think about the Starfield rap? Well, watch Red Wolf is going to clip that and make it a, make it a short. But go ahead. Hanging around Mag way too long, bro. That guy, his hemorrhoids are stuck to the chair. <laughs> they're, they're stuck like literally in one of the holes. Oh, that's so wrong. That's He's like, let me get up. Image. That's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh shit. Um yeah. Anyway, so, don't make me don't make me rap it again, but what what <laughs> what do you think yeah. of the Starfield rap? Like what <laughs> the yeah, Fro goes, rap. it's a rap. <laughs> um the rap looks kinda cool. Like you got a sweater for your Xbox. I'm not buying that thing. <laughs> it's like right. Um, it's like a burrito, bro. Wait, what was really, your what was really your initial really reaction? Where you're like, oh snap, it's a Starfield rap. I was like, I couldn't give two shits really. My, I, I um I like my hardware um like like my women. No, big, uh no, uh black, no, both. Uh <laughs> no, I <don't. laughs> 
Ah, oh, I'm a man of many tastes. <laughs> Sorry, girl. No, I like my hardware. It was original. It was originally a good idea to have you on, have you on this show, and now I like my hardware like. <laughs> I like yes! hardware, man. I just don't like white like white is so like 360 gen. Um I, lo I, lo I love my stuff. Do not clip his I'll last go, sentence. Do not do not clip his last sentence. No, you're not allowed to clip the one after that or the one he said just now. <laughs> both both are <laughs> <laughs> You don't like what? I I just I just like I like my hardware black. <laughs> and you don't and you don't like that what? That's wrong. I don't. I don't get me cancelled. Don't get me cancelled. Seriously, I, do you only do this show because you think I'm a nice guy? You don't care like what I look like or where I'm from. Like every. <laughs> no, I just don't like white hardware. Just. Well, I say that. I say that. This looks nice. This is an exception to the rule. Uh, oh. This is very nice. This is very nice. But I, my, my studio, everything Hold is on, black. I can't see. I got to look on the... If what, what, show me again. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> show me. I had to go over to the live feed. What What? what were you showing you that you liked? So no, it I'm was like, saying, like it was the, the Starfield controller. That oh yeah, is, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and it's just. I mean, the Starfield it's thing. Okay. It looks like the controller. It's like a cool design, but yeah. I, I, at the risk of all the jokes we just made, like, um, I've got a black soundbar, black cabinet, black PS5 with the black D, D brands, uh, black Series X, black Xbox One X, like, and a black PC, black OLED bezels, um. And yeah, all that stuff. But um, personally, yeah. yeah, I don't want that bright, uh, pristine looking. I don't know. Taste. I think yeah. in the future we will end up towards. I think the grays are going out of fashion, and brown might actually come back. Like in weird, like in terms of like interior design, I'm looking into it for my own house. But like, yeah, it's just for me. It's a wrap. It just feels like a halfway house between what you should have done. And I remember Rand was saying this. Before a few months before a uh, few months ago, you say Stop, Xbox would be stupid not to release an, a, a Starfield branded console, and I feel like I don't really care about that stuff, but I feel like it it would have done really well. How much money did they make <laughs> of these controllers and headsets and the Constellation Edition? They must have made ridiculous amounts. So um, I don't know. But, look what, you know, look what Dante wrote. Look what Dante J Moody wrote in the chat. All black, everything. <laughs> That's exactly here at X and C. We welcome people of all alien races and um, and all people. No matter what you eat or drink, we we still like you. Um, you got me in here, but we but but we do allow Gaz in here from time to time. <laughs> um, my my initial reaction was they. They wanted to do a custom console and they didn't and they knew they missed the bus and so they quickly scrambled and got this thing available for the month after Starfield comes out by the time you'd actually get it in your hand. So it's apparent they rushed to do this. Somebody at the team's like, what if we do this foldable thing and it snaps on and it looks legit? And I think they did a good job. Like when it's on there, I'm sure it looks very cool. Uh, Newf in the chat says it'd be nice if it 
he doesn't mean covered the vents, but it would be nice if it, it had a fold-over flap that had the holes on it, so the top was white as well with the holes. Um, that could have worked, but um, th- my other comment on this is a lot of people bought it today, I think, because a lot of people aren't like you and I. They, they want custom consoles. They like that sort of thing. So I guess I could ask the chat in a poll really quick. Uh, I'll just say... Um, the price is a little high too. Like I would expect that thing to be about thirty, but the D brands are sixty. The PS5 plates are seventy, um, but the PS5 plates and D brands are actual replacement shell. Would you buy a? Uh, I'll say Series X ramp wrap. I'm, and in the poll, I don't care which one. Like there's two camo ones and the Starfield one. So like, is this something you'd be interested in? And I'll just ask the community, and it's it's there in the chat. But uh, I think um, Dante says 30 bucks sounds about right, and I think so as well. So, and anything to keep me from rapping is probably, um, but I do, <laughs> I, do, I do the white guy rap thing pretty well. Um, <clears throat> KY Bob, who's been a channel member for 45 months, which is the actual gestation period of Gaz before he was born. He says, big shout out to Colton the Sauce. Love the show. Love the community. Play Everspace 2 while you're waiting for Starfield. The game is solid. I would agree. I've not played Everspace 2, but the first one was pretty cool. It's more like a roguelite, but it is gorgeous. It's a gorgeous game. Danny Patch Official, thank you for the two. He says, welcome, Gaz. I meant welcome back, Gaz. Thank you, Brad. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the flight ship right now. I'm doing the flying bit. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm sorry. I can't <laughs> <laughs> uh, Red Wolf, who's been a channel member for 15 months, he gifted a channel membership. I didn't see who it went to, but thank you for doing that, Red. You don't have to do that, but he says, the only way to pass time until Starfield drops to continue watching the direct at 0.25 speed as I happily cry myself to sleep each and every night. And uh, the cool thing is Todd Howard at slow speed sounds like this, this Starfield. Sith Thor with the $2 <laughs> says, Gaz, if Microsoft approaches you, you know you broke NDA. They'll put it in a headlock. It'll be great. Literal Our table. Adam Greenberg is going to freaking sit on my neck tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's going to be at Gamescom. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to meet bro, him, man. Bro. He's Give so me my money. nice. Give me he's my so, money, Aaron. Just go. <laughs> as soon as you see him. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> when, we were, when we were on vacation, my son's 12. In the car, like I said something about Xbox. I look back and he goes, and he makes fun of me every time. He goes, I'll make a face. And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> I'm so glad. He's cool. He's in, he's in the sauce. Literal table, 756. Thank you so much for the Canadian $7. He says, Starfield scoring 90 plus on Metacritic is a win. Scoring a 96 or even higher than Skyrim on 360 would be a triumph. We're going to talk about that uh, compared to Spider-Man later in the show. Danny Patch Official's got another one. Colt leaked the September release date three months ago. I did. I did. I made a... Um, Fonz and I were telling everybody the game was going to come out September, like six months ago. And I made a meme where I put the lead singer of Earth, Wind, and Fire with, do you remember? I put him like with the mic on that like graphic and people were like, no, no. Remember the marchers? Remember the marchers, Kaz? The marchers hey, for... Did, 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 I, did we say September? I swear both of us is September. You and me and Fonz. You and me and Fonz, I think we're, yeah. we're September guys and like Mav and Pong and those guys. Uh, we were giving them a hard time because they were thinking it was going to be, they were like, it's March, it's going to shadow drop. It's like, oh, you don't shadow drop a game like that. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, 
Yeah. Let's see. BT Maverick 707. Uh, welcome back, buddy. He says, hands down, my favorite duo, the X and ADD cast. <laughs> it is proper ADD. You know what? I want to turn this game off. This game is a massive distraction. He says, cult. He wrote it cult like uh, JTech TV and R. Kelly. He says, did you ever get a handheld between the Rogue Ally or the Steam Deck? <laughs> and if, if so, are you liking it? No, I didn't get the Rogue Ally, Ally or the Steam Deck, it. but... When I was on vacation, I brought my Logitech G Force. That thing is not super nice, but on the beach house Wi-Fi, I know it sounds ridiculous. In the morning while everybody was getting up and getting ready, I was playing Fallout 76 on xCloud. Like the only problem is the screen's small. Like it's this big. Like that's the wow. only problem. Like it feels like you're playing on a switch and it's running at 60 because it's running off of a Series X and a server farm. It's actually pretty cool. King James 313 says. Thank you for the super. He says, is the Series X capable? This is a whole can of worms. And I'm going to say right now, let's let's jump into this. This is one of my quasi topics, guys. He says, is the Series X capable? And I'm going to say, not really. That's how I'm going to start this conversation because there are performance information that's coming up for like Armored Core 6 and other games. And oh, it just does not... You talked about this on your show on Saturday. Like, is the Series X capable, in your opinion? Series X, PS5, all of them. Uh, I'm just a bit... This is not a Series X issue. This is a current-gen promise issue. Seems like Unreal Engine 5, that, which was ironically what the PlayStation 5 demoed with, Unreal Engine 5 is too much of a beast for these consoles. These consoles generally aren't... Of all the consoles, yeah, the Xbox has impressed me the most because of Quick Resume, which is a feature mm-hmm. that utilizes a hard drive. Um, I, I'm just a bit disappointed in in the consoles. I don't want to go back to PC gaming, man, but really, like, with Starfield, I might <laughs> please, have to. Please don't make me go back to PC gaming, sir. Yeah, uh, I feel that. I, mean, if I, I can if I want to, because I, but editing is a nightmare, okay? You have to use this for it. But I'm just generally not that happy with the. I I just I saw what was it Lord of the Fallen, and mm-hmm. that game was that, like yeah. running some, and I was just like, I just asked people on Twitter like, uh, is this a bit too soon? Everyone's like, we barely scratched the surface of these the consoles' power. Well, like, well, it's three plus years, and these consoles are struggling with UE5. Some people blame, and we're just UE5. getting started. Like Lords of the Fallen is running at 1440p, half of 4K, 30 frames mode. And then, um, according to someone I talked to, it runs all the way down to 900p in performance. Well, it has a performance mode, but it's like the Xbox One X was doing that last gen. Like, it was running at 1080p 60 in performance mode, or sometimes it dropped down to 900p 60 in performance mode. Like, it just makes you wonder, like, where did it all go? And I say this because I have to take it off on the chin as much as anybody else, or more than most people. Um, where I was excited and believed the promises that we are not seeing come true at all. And it's not just Xbox. Like, PS5 is getting the same, the same, like, low performance with, like, Armored Core looks great. It looks, it doesn't look like the most next level thing you've ever seen. And it's running at a medium resolution at 60 frames. It's like, what happened? Like, where was the promise? 
more their engine more than the uh, as far as from software concerned as opposed to the the console capability um that like you know i don't know hey, it looks good it looks decent um scale is huge on thing, mm -hmm. but i'm just thinking long term like what what we, what I imagine we're going to see, though, is Xbox really pull away on Unreal Engine 5. I think you expect to see, we were hearing it, weren't we, uh, how Gears apparently looks insane. About, this is on the word on the grapevine, is that Gears looks incredible. It's old. Yeah, insane was the words I was told. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah, like insane, insane. And I'm not, and uh, I, obviously, not Coalition Gear that. Six is going to be 60 frames yeah. and look incredible because that's what they do. Yeah, but the, that but promise, the like Starfield, mm -hmm. like you'll get ex these exclusives that will really leverage the power and then be impressive. But in terms of general performance, I'm just not that hyped. But it's not at the end of the world. You know what? How can we complain? But this year's gaming is incredible. Incredible game yeah, for, uh, yeah. year for games. We have not had this kind of year all of last gen, in my opinion. Last gen was just a wash. We've already had it. And, you know, it's just such a good year for gaming. And it's for everyone. Even for PlayStation, guys, you get Spider-Man. Uh, and you had Final Fantasy 16, the movie. Um, and then we've had Redfall, which is crap. But we've the had movie. High Rush. <laughs> I'm trying to prep for the for the obvious. next response I'm going to give because uh, that's how ADD people work. They have to like pre wind up. Uh, we, you're right. There, this year has been what, some of the best games. And the weird thing I was talking to my friend about before the show is there were like three or four really big games that everyone loved that I didn't like. So you never know how people are going to react to things. But uh, I'm going to read this super that just dropped in instead of going in order because Tuco Ira Kellen. That's the best I could do, but thank you so much for the super. Says, do you think these performance issues on current-gen consoles are design issues and not the console's fault? I'm going to speak completely out of turn and out of my pay grade and say, from what I am guessing, just by looking from the outside, I think it's the console's fault. I'm going to guess that in 2019, when the PS5 and Project Scarlet were being prepped, like they knew that the SSD was going to be a game changer. It would speed up loading. It would allow assets and, and input output to go faster. And it was a technical discussion. I'll keep it brief. But they thought this is going to be such a next generation thing. And then they didn't realize that their graphics engine and their processing engine is just as hindered as the last generation consoles because everyone who's paid attention knows that the problem with the PS4 and Xbox One was that the bottleneck didn't allow you to get 60 frames on a lot of big open world games. And now... Jag Jaguar CPU, right? Yeah, the Jaguar CPU was severely bottlenecked. It, it, couldn't, it couldn't draw enough frames for the GPU to render in time. Uh, the GPU... So what about the Xbox? The, these new consoles don't have that limitation, so why are you blaming the console? I think they do have that limitation. They've just, just been scaled up. And I'm going to say another thing that might be out of my wheelhouse or out of my, my, I don't know, my, that I'm even Anus. allowed to say, I guess. But I feel Anus. like, because I don't, yeah, out of my, out of my weenus, this thing. Um, what? I think the developers, this is going to sound really rude, uh, uh, for for lazy. like the next gen cross no 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 the opposite 
I think developers catered to that lower end spec hardware because the Xbox and PS PlayStation consoles were so popular that they knew if you if you stayed in that scope, you could build an incredible game because games were incredible the generation before and last generation. And I think they've gotten to the point where like we're tired of building these pared down games. We want to branch out and do bigger and better things. And look what the new engines, the upgraded engines are allowing us to do. And now they're looking at the consoles going, and these consoles aren't even up to the task. That's my take. Gaz, what do you think? Mm, name me a game where the scope about, like, is so broad or so ambitious. Oh, that's true. I can't think of a single game. They seem to be like additive versions of old games that are last-gen games. Starfield is an exception, but that's a big AAA game exclusive. Uh, what is a multiplat that is doing something that's very like ambitious? I can't even think of one. Uh, it all feels look, like last gen point five, right? Yeah, I agree with that Jedi, too. Jedi Survivor that is basically great game, but taken to <laughs> can't same even run. module. Yeah, can't even run. Like it looks so annoying. But I think uh, that fault is that they. They forced ray tracing and on the on the engine model, and then they're not they're not willing to deviate from that. So there's a major performance. Well, which uh, game? Like which game? Like you're maybe right. One game. I can't think of. Yeah, one Gaz, just game. proved me wrong. You proved me wrong. I can't think I of a game that is. I think that's no. I think that's fair because <laughs> as soon as you say it, I'm like, yeah. What has what has pushed me on? But I think exception. going. Starfield is the exception. Starfield is the exception. I absolutely. I've said you, that Starfield for a while. Even before we got hands on the game, that Starfield is so much more ambitious than anything we've seen lately, and yeah, that's why I've I never said my this on the air. Gaming video, I said, why are no one uh, other than Starfield? What is the scope? Even Breath of uh, Tears, of the Kingdom, right, for, for what they did with that hardware, it's so good. But what? Where is it? Like, name me a future game that's multiplayer. Remember when when it was last gen, you had Levolution, you had Battlefield was doing some stuff. It looked kind of next gen. Even like 360 gen, we had a cameo, loads of NPCs. You had Project Gotham Racing that looked like real life. You even had like Perfect uh -huh. Dark Zero at the time looks incredible. Like what happened with PS3 looks incredible with Heavenly Sword. PlayStation 4 came out. Remember how good Killzone Shadowfall to this day looked like incredible that fly over the city it was incredible like rise son of rome looked incredible but you know in terms of this gen like what multiplayer and i'm straining i'm trying to think this chat come up with one triple a not even i'm talking indies or double a come up with one triple a game that's really pushing the bar like what is it? i can't like cyberpunk always looked very dated when i played it and i loved it lauren olivia or uh, it might be Olivier. Lauren Olivier says a really good point here. She says, that's not what's going on, Colt. The processors in the current generation machines aren't nearly as much of a bottleneck as last gen. It's all about power budget, wattage, and AMD being, AMD being behind. And I never think about the power ratio to frequency that all the power it takes to run at a certain clock frequency to allow the developers to use certain rendering or certain... Uh, frame rate or physics-based things that are going on. And if she's right um, about the power budget, maybe the problem with the consoles is that they just use too much power. And we know that the PS5 uses a smart shift feature where 
if one thing is using too much, it'll pull from if 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 rendering's too heavy, it'll pull from processing. It'll bring down rendering and pull from processing and kind of share the workload. And um, that's actually worked out for them. And developers like that. But you're right, guys. I haven't seen any game that isn't just 1.5, and it's been like that for a while. But games are still great. But I mean, games are great, but there's so much tech not being leveraged. Cloud tech, AI tech. AI is so insane. It will transform. Even though I'm playing Starfield, I'm like, just conversationally with NPCs. Can you imagine, like, plugged in? Chat GPT, that technology is insane. I know. Now. You can't, can you uh, so let's that? take Starfield out of the out of the out of the equation. Yeah. But but when you any play game. a game where you talk to NPCs, yeah, any game. I was thinking the same thing the other day uh, before we started playing this one. Like, it seems like such a no-brainer to allow your character to go up and have a AI-driven conversation, and they're Fully already doing fluid. it. They're doing it. Like people are doing it with Fallout Skyrim mods, they're doing it. They're just like, it will come. It has to come. It, it, there's no reason for any. Maybe Kojima's working on this, but this shouldn't be a lone project. This should be a thing that all developers across the industry who want to further immersion in their games incorporate AI. So we have fluid, dynamic things. It's harder to develop, sure, but conversationally, people are doing it in mods. Like, they're it doing it in mods for like uh, Fallout 4 and stuff like that. But we have to amazing. remember, guys, like AI just took off this year, like in 2023 is when it really took off. So we may yeah, have to wait. Normally, like, Yeah, but you normally hear about it. You would hear mm -hmm. about a few devs saying, well, look, the technology, as soon as the technology, even as infancy is revealed, then you will hear developers saying, like, we're going to start leveraging this tech. I'm not even hearing anything. The tech tech is out there and right now. I use chat GPT daily. Every time I use it, I'm my mind has blown. I've not had oh. a single conversational tr yeah. uh, thread where I it doesn't sound natural. Like it is insane. If, if you haven't used chat GPT people, you 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 miss you're not understanding the strides that there are in gaming. I can have a conversation <laughs> with NPCs so like yo, talking talking because that's the next step just Here, here's what i want in in a next generation game in five years i want to be able to play a game with the headset on and walk up to an npc and press a to talk and say can you tell me more about the analyst kingdom and and the character would look you know but the problem is it may take 20 seconds to get a response but the character would look into the uh, lore of the game and say this kingdom was established in the in the 300 BC or what something like that's that. Like very that that's very basic. That's that's bro. AI but we can't do now. it in immediately. Like when you no, no, when you have quick. four dialogue we, options and it knows to pull from that one yeah. answer. But it's anyway. how do we get on that? Bro, no, 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 but listen, think, 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 think about this, the, the the game. Like you said, go to the the AI. This is possible right now. Say hey, Charlie. Like. Come on, man. What do you think about that? That guy's talking shit right now, isn't he? There's no way Miranda 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 says she didn't get a boot like uh, uh, her posterior <laughs> through surgery, but we all know she was synthetically created. Do you really think that's natural, Boutte? And they the AI will react and said, "Well, I don't think it's appropriate if you take the the filters down because they're actually filtered, right? Like, I don't think it's appropriate for us to talk about her ass like that. You're objectifying this woman. I'm like, yeah, but that ass though. I'm like, look, 
Gaz, you're being inappropriate. Maybe you should focus on her skill set as a assassin and wonderful woman. Okay, you know what? Fine. I hate you. I hate this game. AI sucks. F this shit. Um, sorry. Oops, I did that again. No, but generally, like, think about fluid dynamic conversations you could have. Like, Miranda Lawson, let's just go get lit. Like, what do you mean, Gas? Like, you know, we just go to the club to dance. All right, let's do it. Like, what do you think about that? That all of this is possible right now because AI can just make it up. If you haven't seen the demos of what people did with Fallout 76, no, no, Fallout, oh no, Skyrim, it was just made oh, it yeah, up. Oh, yeah, Skyrim. Like, what do you think Skyrim. about that? Yeah, Skyrim is like, yeah. oh, yeah, that pirate, yeah, he's known to have a bit of a reputation as being a piece of blah, blah, blah. Like, Yo, this is like, this is the next frontier of gaming. The tech is here. I'm just frustrated I by it. I think since it's so new over the past year, we won't see it for four or five years before we see it in, introduced into a big game. Maybe some, some indie developer needs to go out there and try this in a really small, simplified no, game and just break. No, no. everyone <laughs> should do it. Every triple A single player. Bro, bro there's going to be, there's going to be studios that, that ruins the sanctity of, of, Handwritten, Thank cultivated you. content, oh, and and voice actors and actresses yeah. pouring their guts uh. into the mic. You can't understand it. Uh, well, come on, it's going to be a hard sell for some studios. Everything. You think it's Neil Druckmann happen. wants to do that in his next game, Gaz? You think Neil Druckmann's going to use AI-generated content in his next game, Gaz? You think it's going to happen, linear. Gaz? Those linear PlayStation games can stay where they are. Can but I? Can Xbox? I just say? I was going to say earlier that. I've never really said this on the air, but PlayStation has put out a ton of 1.5 games, and it's the reason why they've had such a great, fantastic output of doing what they know they do well and doing it doing that well. But right now, it's being reported that much of 2023's first-party output has been delayed to 2024. You covered this on your show, and you said something very poignant about PlayStation in their current situation. What do you think's going on? I did. Um, so <laughs> I think generally PlayStation kind of got lucky with their the delays over period. Yeah, with their delays. Yes. So you, uh, a lot of the cross-gen games were cross-gen from the start. You had God of War, you had Spider-Man, um, and I feel like that that suited them well. But they, at the same time, my, uh, PlayStation did have Demon Souls, the remake, which is they didn't uh, make uh, it. So Go ahead. They didn't yeah, make well, it. Well, okay, fine, fine. But they have it. It's an exclusive. Fine. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. One point five. Wow. I'm just gonna keep uh, winking at you until you see it. Ratchet and Clank yeah, one point five. I'm just kidding. I no, marginally liked it. They got lucky that way, and, mm -hmm. and this is why the PlayStation stables are really annoyed and frustrated because they're basically where Xbox guys were last year. Like, wait, what is going on? The showcase let them down massively. You haven't got anything <sighs> about uh, anything. Even Do you remember? Factions Hold on, hold on. Yes, Faxon was promised in 2019. Uh, yeah. You weren't here. You were you weren't on XNC at the time, but you and I watched that. I know it's old news, like three months old, but you and I watched the PlayStation Showcase together on on chat. And I remember the? I think I might have been on your show afterwards, the next week. But <laughs> I was like, "We're doomed. PlayStation Showcase is going to kill Xbox. We're so doomed." And you're like, I "Please." Don't let it happen, and then no, no, no. I, I just resigned to the fact that PlayStation was gonna bury Xbox. Yep, and you and I were like, <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> I wasn't even saying press. I had to go to Sony's studio to, to do what I did to jeopardize that shit. Oh, my face hurts right now. <laughs> but, do do, but do know, a little prayer for me. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, but you never underestimate PlayStation. Never did underestimate you, I was like, I was like. <laughs> oh man, that showcase have had a knock-on effect. They've had internal delays. They're gonna have what they have next year. They have are coming, but they've got um, these third-party exclusives. Rise of the Ronin that could be massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah those the, are cool. Uh, the Bayonetta big booty game. Stellar, Stellar Yams. Yeah, Stellar Blade. Yams, that's it. Yeah, that, that that looks amazing as well. That has potential as well coming from a Korean outfit. So, but, you know, generally, PlayStation's got... A, I'm sure they're cooking some greatness. It just seems like it's far away. And Microsoft, this is why this period is fundamentally important. Why they're doubling down on Gamescom, which is today. Oh, my God. This time tomorrow... Today? Well, this time... Well... Yeah, it's past... Is it past I, midnight I, I, for you now? Yeah, it's past yeah. midnight. I'm going to be in Germany today. Over the Boxenberger and freaking Wandering Dutch. It's going to be wicked. Forza Erwin, who is gigantic. I'm not taking pictures with him. Forza Erwin looks like he should be a normal-sized guy, but he's a giant. Oh, he's super tall? Like, he's super tall, man. Oh, I would expect him to be really, really short. Um, exactly. He looks yeah. like he would be short, but he's massive. I'm not, I'm not taking pictures and with him. And you're going to meet Jez. Like Jez Corden. Yeah. Jez, I'm going to spike your food with this. Uh, I'll wait to meet Jez, man. He's going to be wicked uh, to see him. Who from Xbox is going to be there besides Aaron Greenberg? Well, Spencer. Oh, Spencer's gonna go. bro. Bro. Spencer. Spencer, I'm coming, bro. Get your nipples ready. I'm coming for a bit, Dane. Spencer. You should bring Listen. with you a little framed picture of him and go. <laughs> I need to. Okay, I need to interview him, man. I need to get like. I just sit down. And I gotta know. I gotta know when you get back, or you're gonna you're gonna call me. I gotta know if he recognizes you and knows who you are. I'm pretty sure. I I'm excited to find uh, that out. You a, you know you, well, you, you you've made some waves, bro. I'm some, a tiny in little the laser. In, in the laser. In the laser. <laughs> Let me, let me read I'm, some I'm super chats from the lasers. One-eyed um, Will with a five-pound super says, thank you, One-eyed Will. He says, One-eyed Willie. He says, I have early access for Starfield, and I feel like a kid again waiting for Christmas Day. Did you see the Starfield Raster Series X? Don't make me do the rap again for the rap. Uh, Death Lord Strong, welcome to the channel membership. Thank you for joining, and uh, welcome. That was quite a while ago. I'm catching up here. Uh, Mathel with the Canadian 2 says, are you guys going to be on a game review? Yes, uh, I will be doing a game review. Uh, Gaz, will you? Bro, we I'm have time. Gamescom. I don't think I'll have time because it's 31st. This game is huge, so I'm going to maybe do an impressions video because I played it quite a bit. Do um, you have something to take with you to play the... You're not going to have time to play the game during... Bro, non you don't realize my crew of friends are going... It is going to be, there's going to be a scandal. There's going to be, someone's going to say, Gaz and his friends. Are you going to play the, play the Indian music and do that, do that right now? <laughs> oh, maybe I have it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't do it because I'm not from uh, your part of the planet. Yes, you if can. I do it, just... it, it comes like this. 
<laughs> yeah, get yeah, get down. <laughs> get get down with your bad Ooh. self, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, you guys are going to be absolutely uh, that's I had a dream that you came to visit me in Washington state and we were outside a parking lot after dinner and you pulled up in like this Lexus SUV that you rented and you're like you rolled down the window and you go, Cole, we're going to get lit. Then <laughs> you started like burning out. And I'm like, oh gosh, I'm too old for this. <laughs> oh, you can never be too old for that, man. It's oh. going to be. Aaron, if you're watching this, yeah, I will grab you as well. I'm going to just get out lit in the town. It's Bro, I want you so to fun. hug Greeny when you see him because he is, he's amazing. He's, he's amazing. He's such a G. He's such a nice guy. Oh, he loves yeah. the sauce. Yeah, he's a nice guy. I, I have plans for when I meet. I can't wait to meet these guys, man. Like, this is pretty cool, man, for them to see. I, I want to see what they're like in real life as well. Never know. Oh, they're, they're amazing. An absolute prick. <laughs> I am. I am. Uh, I can't, but, I can't yeah. wait to hear. I can't wait to hear it's it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I'm just gonna, looking forward to meeting the community. Like That's that's the highlight for me. Just getting yeah. to meet uh, Forza Owen, Forza uh, um, Wander Dutch. Dutch. Boxenberger, just have. You might see Clobril. I don't know. If, I haven't checked to see if Clobril's going, but a lot of people, man. From, He's from Germany. From? Yeah, he'll be there, okay. I'm sure. Yeah. It comes to Hot Dog, who's the channel member for 11 months. It's Cole, good to see you and Gaz again. Hope you have a Starfield game code. <laughs> How long do you think the eventual review will be? Keep the sauce hot. Um, I think it'll be a longer review than normal, and I'm going to do it differently than I normally do because. Um, I, I just have to say, we've give, been given so much through the direct and the previous information that breaking down what the game does is totally worthless. I want to talk about... if I, This is a game where I want to talk about how you feel and how, how you get into it. Because otherwise, you know... Feel. Like, when I, when I review Forza Horizon 5, I'm like, okay, you have your conventional races, they added in this card system and this checklist system, and you unlock certain things this way. So then people go, okay, what am I getting into differently? It'll be a totally different review for this, I'm sure. And I could say that before even touching the game. Uh, Karma, God91, thank you for the two. Says, Gaz, the sauce is here. Colt Darkwood. Yes, thank you yeah. so much. He also says, just like old times, gents. Love you both. A shout out to my brother, Mag. Yeah, we miss Mag. He's, uh, he's, he's enjoying himself. He sent me pictures of him and his family, him and his kids on the boat. They're, you know, you know, they're uh, tubing and jet oh, skiing or water, or water skiing and stuff like that. So they're having a good time. Risk it for the biscuit. With the Australian $8 says, if you're giving out review copies, they should be used for reviews. If you're giving them out the way they are, trying to curry favor, he says. And he spelled curry like the curry flavor, flavoring. Uh, let me talk about for that just a second. A lot of people, have, <laughs> you're trying to curry. That's a shot at gas. And I wow. love curry too. I really love curry a lot. Um, <laughs> I haven't even tried the best ones. Come on, bro. Oh, well, I would. Here. One of these days, yeah. That's funny because we have a, a restaurant here, and my neighbor across the street from India, and he goes, Where'd you go? And I said, Oh, to the Taj, the Taj Palace. He goes, Their stuff's terrible. I'm like, I'm like, Really? He goes, That's not. <laughs> he told, go to the gas station out, down on 11th. I'm like, What? He's like, Yeah, the lady in the back like has her own kitchen. And I'm like, Seriously? And it was amazing. Like the real deal. Wow. Anyway, that was homemade stuff. I mean, that's the problem with these restaurants. In America, you have very bad Asian restaurants. Where here, we tend to have very nicer Indian restaurants. 
Um, because there's a bigger population of like Asians, like in London, uh, it's around here, like just fully Asian fired, and um, it's just the food is incredible. I'd love to like you just need to come to the UK, man. You and your wife come over, we get lit, get lit. I can't, I'm so salty, you're not there, man. Uh, Gamescom, but it would have uh, been Gamescom, yeah. yeah. This this is a crazy. We're going to PAX in a couple weeks up in Seattle. We just went on vacation, got the Starfield oh, thing going on. Like this has actually been a very busy, slow time for gaming uh, yeah. for me. I'm trying to figure out how to put up a poll about what people think this game will be. It's hard to it's hard to write it because let's see. I'll, I'll put I'll put a plus behind them. Um, risk it for the biscuit was saying, I got to go back to this because, uh, we were in the middle of talking about not curry. Okay. What would the review Metacritic for Starfield be? It's up. Okay. You can vote. He says, uh, Oh, if they're giving out review codes, they should be for reviews, not to curry favor with people. So I've had a lot of people ask me, why did so-and-so not get the game code? Why did so-and-so get it when they don't deserve it? Why didn't they send it to me? Or I've had people say, uh, gaming. Complaining about him not getting it. Did you see that? Reforge Gaming. The guy is... Rid- oh, the interesting. I didn't get it. Shut the f*** up, Jimmy Neutron. You've been talking crap. You literally just before... Shout out to Fritanga Plays. Yes, I was going to say. I was just going to say. Fritanga murdered this guy. Fritanga remixes and compacts the most cringe moments into one bite-sized so morsel. Uh, like you do. So good. But it was so yeah, great. Yeah. So it, let me say let me say something it. about Reforge because I don't usually talk about him. I think he's at like forty thousand subs. So I'm different, but I didn't get my first review code for a game, a AAA game, until I was at fifty thousand subs. And I think Reforge is just under that. But I had also made some headway with the Xbox team where they knew me, they knew my content, I talked to some people. So I was kind of getting into the, hey, we're aware of you. But if your awareness is as an anti-Xbox guy and a pony and an Xbox killer and blocker, I mean, that Why lower... Why would they send it to you? Why would they send it to you? You literally came out and said you wanted the Xbox showcase to be bad... You've made your name. You also not- said he also said he wanted Starfield to do poorly, but that's not a reason to duck somebody out for fear of getting a low score. Because no, you, the guy's disingenuous. He's announced that he's disingenuous. He, why would you give it to him? It's so stupid. He's like, okay, we're gonna do a review for guns. I'm gonna give a gun to the person who's gonna who said previously that he wants to kill me. Like it makes no sense. Like this guy was is interesting. You are so utterly blinkered, entitled, and just downright moronic. Because if you think you're entitled for this after all the stuff that you say, and you have obviously grifted to that side of content creation to to curry favor in the way of the genius that is risky, um, to, to you whatever, leverage your content after what happened in the past, right? You've done that. But if you're yeah. going to go ahead and that was an indication to me that this person, you know, then he, go, he later shared a clip because, oh, no, actually took out a contest. I also said this. No, but your initial reaction was interesting. That means you're so blinkered and so entitled. Those was those were your real thoughts about what you what should be the case. Oh, but you've got less subs than me that he says to the guy 
on his co-host or that's a dangerous response by the way that's a horrible response because i'm like shut up man no don't put him down like that and just like in there and they go interesting you don't deserve anything yeah you rand got his code his content is sucks i'm just gonna say his content sucks you sit there on camera all day like that's fine you clip whatever your live show is as your content what have you done in this space that this says, you know what? This guy's quality content is good. Even if my console warring I put more editing than you, or even my non-console warring stuff on my Starfield, what's it called? Sizzlery. It took me hours to make. I didn't get a review copy until later. I got it. But, so, so what? So what? You you don't deserve this shit in this space. It's off somewhere else, man. This guy, I hate entitled people like that. I didn't complain well, uh, when I, I said, if I don't get it, I don't get it. But I'm not going to be those, this guy go, interesting. His reaction just pissed me off. I'm like, right. I'm trying not to hate him. I, I don't hate him. But I, just, I, 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 I just, feel the same way. I, I don't really mind. Um, and I try not to mind somebody like Reforge. Like, he doesn't really affect me either way. But, um, I mean, we did hear clips where, I mean, people could clip me I saying that. I feel sorry for him. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. I do feel sorry for him. But sure. He does this, and we're like, "Well, are you a piece of, or are you not? Like, are you a victim?" Then, then this, I don't know. I just it's just I weird that he wants a code to a game. He wants a code to a game that. Sorry. Like he's, he's he, like it's like me saying, "Oh, interesting. Sony didn't give me God of War Ragnarok." Ah. Uh, Actually, I did reach out to Sony. Sony, Sony just rapped like, "Okay, that was really good. Uh, uh, let me see your content." And they were like. We don't think you're whatever it was. <laughs> you're on a different thing. list. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I'm like, that was that was pretty fair enough because the last few videos of that I put. I mean, you don't. Bad boys suck. PlayStation's this, this, that. Doesn't matter. Like, oh, you don't man. give a review copy to someone who is outright. Uh, now, you know, Dreamcast guy got a code, now, and he outright yeah, said. Yeah, Dreamcast guy outright said that I think the game's boring. I've no interest. I don't see what people see in it. And he got a he got a review code. But like I said, wait, 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 if wait, somebody wait, wait, is wait, 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 wait. Dreamcast got code, you telling me as far Dreamcast as I know, guy. as far as I know, yeah. But he has an audience of three hundred thousand people. But so? risk it was risk it was referring to IGN should not have gotten ten to fifteen codes. They should have got one. Just like everybody else, but the codes are not. Well, I guess they are kind of finite, right? But why give it to all these people at the staff at IGN when only one's going to, going to review it? So Riskit's point in his super chat a few minutes ago was, why are they getting it if they're not making a review? They're just giving it to them because hey, you or you earned it because you're a, you're a higher up at the at the IGN outlet that's massive and gets millions and millions of views. So that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Like Rand got his. As far well, as I know, yeah. Yes, yeah. bad faith literally just announced that he hates it. Like, so don't, I don't get it. Hey, get if it. if you believe in something, why not give it to one of your biggest haters and see if you can turn them around? It's a pretty risky That's proposition, but I also feel That's you shouldn't look at someone and go, you know, that guy bashed Redfall really bad, so we're not going to give him the no, next no, no, game no. that we That's make. That's very different. That's very different. Okay. How is it if different? You, Okay, if there are people who are critics, genuine critics, who have founded their criticism... This is what we think, based- well, this is what think happened to skill up. This is what people think happened to skill up. He said... Sorry to interrupt you, but this is big. He said, 
Fallout 76 was so horrible that I don't care what Bethesda makes next. I am going to write it so hard and give and uh, something, something to that effect. Like, I'm going after them way harder for what that, they did to 76. See, that, that, see, wh- wh- and I like that? Skillup a lot. Like, he's really, really cool. I'm not really. Nah, but why I mean, are you so I, mad? Why I don't understand why people get so mad about Fallout 76. Like, when I saw it revealed, I was like, oh, it's a reskin of four with multiplayer. I mean, Am I going to buy it? No. And I waited to buy it. So like, well, I don't understand why people get so upset about the promises of something like that, but that's a no, whole other but story. Th- if you announce that you're going to ride their next project, no matter what it is, irrespective of it, because you're pissed off by that being that vindictive. I've never done that with Halo Infinite. Halo has blocked me, the official Halo. Right. But you can bet your ass. One, I'm a big fan of Halo. But two, when the next Halo game comes out, Absolutely, I will review that in earnest. Any game, PlayStation games, even all the console warring and joking, I take my reviews very seriously because that's my integrity. That's an internal monologue that like, you cannot do that. That like, you're being such a petty little person that over a console war, you would, I would never do that. In fact, last gen, I uh, I reviewed um, PlayStation exclusives way higher than obviously I would. I gave more nines. I never gave a nine to anything apart from Titanfall 2 or one, one of them. Um, PlayStation games, Bloodborne got a nine and something else got a nine. I don't remember what it was. God of War uh, 2018. Um, but ultimately, like these people, like if they pre-announce their disposition towards hatred or hatred, incapacity to review it on its own merits, then as a reviewer, you will say, right, you're compromised in your ability to review this game objectively and yeah. that's uh, and that has to be very slippery slope it has to be very specific egregious examples like this guy can't do a review in good faith but compared to what you said which is also good is like a hater or someone who's skeptical give them the review code absolutely it's a very tricky thing fine line you don't want companies to uh to dictate who gets review codes and like i don't like you but reality of this yeah people, i don't exactly like that. what happens and xbox and playstation they will pick and choose that's how they do it the stakes are too high for them metacritic does matter to them so absolutely they this is what xbox and um playstation do and they have no choice with some of these publications they're too big even though they don't want to give them the review codes they will do it based on their numbers because they need the exposure or whatever so uh, it's it's a it's a fluid uh, nuanced conversation but there's some bits like reforge gaming and dreamcast guy this not even it's laughable to even entertain that they should get it or they should be entitled to it based on their previous thing you can say the same thing to me gaz your content is so incendiary we don't <laughs> feel comfortable giving you Thing because we don't think in good faith you could review it. And I would completely understand as much as I think you're erroneous and you look into my reviews of games, then I would challenge you on that. But if people made that snap judgment, fine. fine. Hey, some content creators... Get out of him and don't be that entitled. Some content creators like the Ackman who are really tough on games. Like, he goes really hard after AAA games for for not meeting expectations or promises. And he gathers such a respect among the community and so many millions of views that developers are like, 
yeah, we got to give this guy like Angry Joe, like got to give him a review because he's yeah, going to reach a hard audience and a big audience. But um, Risk It says something else. He adds, I found the requirements to get a code unreachable for small creators. I think they fit at least a small creator up and give them an opportunity. The key mailer, uh, I was told they got 12,000 entries from, I would say, uh, personally, wannabe to I hopeful content creators to up to larger channels that, I mean, I could imagine YouTube channels with a few hundred subs and you know maybe a million views overall would think hey i would really love an opportunity to get a review code i'm going to apply for key mailer code and they applied and they're waiting to hear back and there's there's also a sentiment that i'm a diehard xbox person i'm the biggest starfield fan ever i deserve a review code it's like but but a, a community manager in that team is looking at your audience potential like gaz yeah. has twelve thousand subs gaz can pull in 18,000 to 300,000 views on a video, right? What's, what's, if we're going to give a certain amount of codes, where does Gaz or Game on Daily and Asa fit on this? It's what they have to consider. Like, Rand got his request for a code. He got his uh, embargoed agreement like two days before I did. And I thought, I did the same thing internally. I thought, I have 50,000 more subs than Rand. Like, why haven't I heard back yet? And it just, all this stuff has to work itself out. But, I had a couple people DM me like, hey, what do I need to do, Colt, to get a review code? And I, like I said 20 minutes ago, like I didn't get one until I was at 50,000 subs. Like You have to be just big enough to where your audience is, I guess, it's, it's hard to say that. It's hard to say it without sounding like I'm talking down to somebody who's trying. Because I was just there a few years ago trying my hardest to make it, it my hard. way up there. It, it's very hard. It is a grind. It's a grind. Um to get it like we we struggle to get it like and then i think you need to play a bit of party politics sometimes as well with halo they gave us the code i think they did seek at the time we weren't even at 15k subs we were probably like 10 maybe less and i think halo sought us out and they must have loved our coverage and masses of hype and then they reached out and gave us the code and they reached out to me to me to give the code and that was great but they didn't like the discourse after the fact um, because yeah, I yeah, that's unfortunate. Ruben. It's not unfortunate. I wear it as a badge of honor because I will always be like that, no matter what. So anyone comes at me for saying that, know that I will not give a shit. No matter how good Aaron Greenberg's breast milk tastes, I will still call out Xbox if I feel like it does. That's, um, that's my job. You and I had this. You and I had this conversation a few days ago about how I was worried that. I mean, take note. I was worried that I could possibly been, I couldn't think of the word. I couldn't, I could have possibly been blacklisted from Bethesda because I did my Redfall review, which I did on the air with Mag and King David, because the day I did X and C was the day of embargo for Redfall. And I talked for 25 minutes straight with my footage. I cultivated together sitting on the screen while I talked about how this game didn't deliver and how Arcane should have been told by Xbox, we don't care what you want, Arcane, you're going to delay the game. And I was worried that Bethesda was like, you know, we don't like, we don't like being told what to do. Uh, but, it, you know, it, it, but it worked its way out. Yeah. It's, Todd Howard told you he loves your shit. So yeah. <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. Um, yeah. But, you it is it's tough out there if you want to get review codes and stuff like that if that's the kind of stuff you want to get 
it is a grind. There are ways to do it, but it is an uphill struggle. Um, but my my advice to you is build a presence where your opinion is valued. Deliver it in a way that makes you stand out because this place is horrendously saturated. Yep. The space is horrendously oh, saturated. I'll end, I'll end this discussion by saying that I've reviewed the big Xbox exclusives over the past two or three years, and they are my... Sounds dumb when I say it, but they're my lowest performing videos typically. Like, I reviewed Forza Horizon 5 and got like 15,000 views when the video before about something related to Xbox did like 80,000. And that's happened so many times where people don't come to my channel for reviews. So as I cultivate those, I hope that people watch them. But I know that when I put them out there, there are all those other reviewers who have carte blanche through the algorithm and stuff like that. Um, Nicholas Branch, thank you for the five. He says, I got to bust through some of these. He says, Colton, Gaz, OG crew. Gaz, that rap on your sauce video was so rude and harsh. It was perfect. Collect salt, baby. <laughs> Much love. X and C. Much love, bro. <laughs> I was watching that sauce rap that you did two days ago with you on, on, on Party Chat live. And the, the words you used, the rhymes, you the... the, the Quasi violent and totally insulting stuff. I was like, "Did you just? Did you just?" <laughs> yeah, it was so good. Uh, Geek to sneak. Welcome to channel member early access. Appreciate you being here. Welcome to the channel. Uh, Uncle Chowder says, "Love seeing Gaz back here. Your latest sauce video was too good. Super jealous. You guys are playing Starfit. We are not right now." Mohammed Cheres, thank you for the STD. SGD5 says people are using the fact that Skillup did not get codes for Starfield to console war. He says, keep in mind, he did not get Diablo 4 or Hogwarts Legacy review codes. Those are big games. What the crap oh, are you guys really? doing? Skillup is a big, big personality to get your games reviewed, and his reviews are very well done, so knock it off. <laughs> you agree, guys? Um, I mean, I, I got to, I, I to meet him. I, 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 I skill up. I only watched one review, and he was completely. Uh, I disagreed with him, and I don't know what game it was that he felt. Was it Gotham Knights or something? Yeah, yeah, or Gotham maybe? Knights. He didn't like anything about it, and then when I played it, I'm like, this game's really no, 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 fun. No, that wasn't it. That wasn't it because it was a game I played, and I was like, what's he on about? Um, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it was. Um, uh, that's what I said at the beginning of the show. I I don't always line up with his reviews but i love his work it's really well done um yeah yeah anyway uh oh shout out to hargeet is he in the chat in the chat yeah oh hargeet shawnee oh i saw i saw his little face good morning let's do the do the good morning (laughs) do the the sun thing remember (laughs) oh yeah does he even know he's on socials i I don't even think i I need to show it yeah, do it. He saw the sports video. He saw Hargeet there oh. as well. <laughs> Bro, you should have had me help you make Hargeet's face and then use that. And we'll do it in your next video. But but do the do the guy at the sun voice guy because I can't say the word. Good morning, <laughs> bastards. <laughs> that was good. Yes, thank you. Oh my gosh, it felt like I was waiting to be fed wonderful morsels. Uh, yeah, I thought. Yeah, I was like, you don't know what I'm talking about. Riskit says, uh, Cult Systems best, aggregate, reviewer, and friend. And he says, I'll add, you know roughly what you like. All those tools can't go wrong. Yeah, it's true because you know what games you like. Like, I don't know. There was just something about Gotham Knights where I'm like, I think I'm I'm pretty sure we're going to end up having fun with this. I remember telling Dealer, I'm like, I think you need to play because I think you're going to enjoy it even though it's kind of corny. But um, 
I'm glad I played. Dante Moody, good friend of mine. He says, just want to say congrats to my bros who are playing Starfield. Hope you're having fun. And then he puts angry emoji and the, you know, angry uh, huffing and puffing emoji. But uh, shout out to Dante. It's been fun hanging out with him in West Virginia and Holly. Grumble Grumble with the two says, Starfield rap is with customization with less waste. I've heard people say, I don't have to buy a whole nother console, so the rap is a cool idea. Seth Garfinkel says, print on demand wraps would be awesome. Some people also said, Gazette, maybe this will open up a design lab where you actually put your designs on the shells and line them up, but that could be really, that could be really cool. That's a wicked idea. I think that's a brilliant idea. Microsoft, listen to that. That would that would get even me to invest in it. Like even like my own custom like source stuff, or you could do your the, own thing. That would be amazing. The major problem with that, and as someone who makes content like T-shirts and mugs and stuff on Redbubble and and Teespring, like you put up a picture of Master Chief, you cut out from the internet, and eventually when it gets processed, it's like nope. So if you uh, tried yeah, to yeah. put your sauce they logo, might the design, the, yeah, they might yeah, do like, the design lab thing is just, just different colors and presets, I guess. Yeah. The I design know. lab would like, yeah, just have like eight colors you can work with. And then like have three game icon pictures that you can choose from at a certain color, but that could be, get really difficult and lawyery for them, but it's such yeah. a cool idea. Um, let's see, where am I? Uh, Tuco, Kelne, it said it worse this time. Says, do you think these perform? Oh, I already got that one. Yes, Nariko ninety four with the two pounds says, what's the earliest the next consoles should come? I, the earliest, I would love to see them announced for twenty twenty five or twenty twenty six. I, I, I don't think they're going to be able to bl- squeeze blood from a stone at this point. I don't know, guys. Is that kind of where oh. we were leaning? Like, how much are they yeah. actually going to be able to get more performance out of them? I want to see the no no. I want to see, I don't care what they've said. All these guys, PlayStation and Microsoft, they cannot kill this gen. It needs to be another five more years. I want to see you squeeze the juice out of this. Because if you, you can't do that, I don't You want them to go a full they're... eight years with these consoles? Yep. Yep. Wow, I don't agree. Oh, that's interesting. Yep. I mean, I wouldn't like to see that. That's interesting that you want to see them suffer. <laughs> I want to see them get used to the tech. As yeah. well, I feel like I know there's unless the only condition is this from now. If if they said, All right, we're gonna do next gen only, but it's mandatory, the base minimum for game development factors in the SSD as standard that will fundamentally change game, game design. You think so? Yes, and I think that's if they did that, then I would welcome it in a heartbeat. But I'm gonna ask the SSD audience. Mandatory. When do you want next gen? I'll say as early as 25, 2026, 2027, which is a weird number, or Gaz's full, was 2028 and eight years? Yeah, 2020. <laughs> Gosh, time flies. Damn, man. There you go. What do you want is what I'm asking. Like, what do you want? Don't, don't predict. Don't worry about predicting what, do you, what you think will happen. What do you, tell, tell me what you want. What's your way really, really to let me go back to this. Uh, the right answer. Ryan P asks, all the way from Australia, are we getting the 60 FPS Redfall patch? I would love to tell you no. I actually really, really would love to tell you no for a couple reasons. I don't think Arcane should waste any more time on that game, but they have promised to give out two new characters 
and I don't know whatever else they expect to do to the game because they certainly aren't filling the game world with what should have been there at launch. So I would almost rather them just say, you know what, we're going to give uh, refunds for the extended content and we're done supporting Redfall. I, I'm that yep. upset about what they did. You agree, uh, Gaz Rand? Gaz Rand, uh, Zocker? <laughs> Rand, dealer? Um, <laughs> Mac? Um, Loki? <laughs> Loki. Put my head on Loki. Um, <laughs> I agree with you. That's it. You, like, I, I know it doesn't it doesn't make sense, but Gaz and I are saying we would love for them to just drop it and be done with it, even if they have to give out refunds Red for Ball the... Is a, that game is done. The game yeah. was poor. What matter all the stuff, the 60 frames, it's not going to save Redfall. It's a thoroughly atrocious game. Call it quits. Focus on something else. I'll, I'll tell you, because no, I played the whole game on PC other than a couple hours on, on Xbox when I got the game. Um, the 60 frames makes the shooting feel a lot more fun. You can actually see what you're shooting at as you move, but it doesn't, it cannot remedy that that game is missing 75% of what you would expect to be there in an open world game. And I've, yeah. we're done talking about it. Ace Out Gaming with a $5 super says, ever since I bought all my PC parts separately and put it together, I can't go back to console. It's just too powerful and my frames and 4K is so good. And Ace Out, I would say I have really pushed this past few years that this is a channel that talks about Xbox Game Studios, Xbox leadership, Xbox exclusives, and a lot about the console, but... If you, if you want to play a game with your wireless Xbox controller, your Elite V2 connected to a PC, you're playing on the Xbox platform. And I will stand by that. And I love how people don't get that Starfield is an Xbox exclusive, even though Sarabon and Xbox officially says it is because they're morons. No, it is definitely an Xbox exclusive. Just like Spider-Man is a PlayStation exclusive, even though... It appears on the God of War 2018 is not a PlayStation exclusive anymore. Uh, yes, the only is. problem is PlayStation doesn't even have a storefront for their PC games. Like, you can load up Starfield on Steam, but you can also load it up on the Xbox app on PC. So, it's mm. still... That's all part of their... their. It's not on their competing consoles. And it's a first-party mm. game. It's the literal definition. I'm not talking about that anymore either. Nintendo... Nintendo on the Otaku, I always mix this around, says Tears of the Kingdom is doing more than 99% of these next-gen games in scale and gameplay-wise on a 2015 handheld chipset. Gaz. I agree with them. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah? I, it's, it's insane. Like, even like even compared to some three uh, Xbox or uh, PS5 games, you know, but if you play Tears of the Kingdom, you go in, like, real-time, up in the air, uh, there's this one, the first dungeon... You have to keep vertically climbing and flying up. There's a ship floating in the sky, and you traverse in real time. You can drop down in real time, no loading, nothing. And it That's looks huge. incredible. You're up above a tornado or something, climb multiple ships. And yeah, frame rate stutters a bit here and there, but it looks incredible. It looks incredible. Plus, Honestly, it has all, the, all that building mechanic stuff, like the... Where you can attach oh and it's insane. The physics-based stuff is insane. The lot, the boss in that dungeon on that ship is huge. Dragon thing is insane. The scale is insane, and they did that on a switch. And and on on these consoles, I can't. None of us, no, none of you could name other than Starfield a current-gen game that is just blowing us away. Is this the thing that's 
painful to me. What did Doc that Darkness we- say on your show? He's like, he said that these games most, if you want to go to the PlayStation games where it's press X, press square and press triangle and in, in the same open world, like I know he's kind of being a jerk for laughs and I love it that he is because uh, he's hilarious. He's great. But I do agree with him. Like you get those paint by numbers, open world games that we all love, but what are they doing to elevate the immersion and the experience where you're actually doing something? Cause one thing I don't, like about spider-man is that it really is broken down to when you push square and when you push triangle and the game is taking over for you it takes a few milliseconds to push that button and the game takes over for 30 milliseconds and it's this cycle that happens where i don't know i think game development is just bereft of yeah space is bereft of any of that vision that we used to have a few years ago and I do not agree with Colin Moriarty's view that we've actually hit the peak of what gaming should be. No, there's so many different strides and AI will fundamentally change it. Physics based stuff. We need to explore what that would actually do. It's not, you know, water, liquids, everything. What? God, don't raise your hand on your own podcast. <laughs> Pushing Polygon says, what's the definition of being blown away? And I think about two games this year um, that are that are out of the pocket. What do you normally think? Hogwarts Legacy was a paint-by-numbers open-world game, but the way you went around and discovered the castle and did these puzzles that just kind of happened, and this discovery was really cool and blew me away and really brought joy to me. Another thing I think Gaz will really uh, agree with that blown away was when Gaz and I were smacking zombies in Dead Island 2 and watching the reaction that happened. Remember, that was like a next-level thing. When we played Dead it Island wasn't a 2. Next level thing. It was a cool thing. It was, the, I don't think it was next level. It was a good detail. I had like, never seen a game where you were ripping the skin off and breaking the bones and dismembering cool. them in that, like you were knocking their, their clothes apart first and then ripping muscle off of the bone. I, I'd played so many zombie games where they, you just kind of rip them to pieces uh, procedurally. But this, I remember you and I were talking about how I was like, oh my gosh, like you're, you can see the flesh melting off of them or tearing off with the impacts and those are it, that's just one thing but we need more of that like we want we don't need more of that we want more of that we want to be blown away with that mechanic you want to be blown away when you're in tears of the kingdom and you're piecing together pieces of wood and things and making a motor work and um that's what we want that's i think that's what blown away is pushing polygons but uh, we, we like that stuff um, Red Wolf, thank you for gifting another channel membership. Dark CMF, good friend of mine that I hung out with at, at the Xbox Showcase last year, gifted 10 Colt Eastwood memberships. All of you get early access to my videos, meaning I'll put out a video at like 10 o'clock at night. You have all night until the morning to watch it before anyone else, and you can make a comment and say, Colt's a loser, and uh, everyone gets to see it first. It's amazing. And please do that. Please put that in the, in the comment section. JD Gamer with a $20 super chat says, wasn't one of the reasons that Xbox Series development was longer is because it was waiting on the advanced machine learning technology from AMD. Yes, yes, JD. He says, so maybe it's not the machine, not even the S, just time and resources. Well, JD makes a good point. They're waiting for all the full RDNA 2 features, and it's taken them two years to get FSR in there, the, the machine learning upscaling thing, and it's, it's not really doing it, is it, guys? I don't believe in RDNA 2 FSR nonsense. D-Batch, you can suck. I, I don't care anymore. I don't care about this lies and these 
the Acer warned us pre-launch of these consoles that don't overly rely on these buzzwords, and I just don't believe yeah. it. Until you yeah, show it did. to me, then I don't, I don't believe it. I don't see any dev saying, "Hey, by the way, these tools are not, you know, mature yet." So, you know, whatever. Generally, look, I just need to see a game that's doing it that that takes it next level. Stop. Um, Jason Ronald told us that devs have access to all the tools that were promised them. So, yeah, I, that's yeah, why absolutely. I'm like, bring on next yeah, gen. I don't care. I, I spoke to Jason about it as well. It was just like, it's like, he basically said, we can't force the devs to develop the way they want to. But I was like, well, that's still a Microsoft problem. You should have factored that in. Um, ultimately, like, we're going to see the way what's going to happen is you're going to see the first part is really leverage the power of these consoles. You're going to see some very impressive things uh, in different levels. Like, you're going to see Forza doing, ray, hopefully, ray tracing and track. That's going to look really good. Starfield is going to do its own thing we can't even talk about. Uh, we're going to have freaking, like, l legit sources telling us, uh, not us, well, through connection, like, coalition. You've already heard it. I think they've already talked about it. Uh, but, Gears. The next Gears is supposed to look insane. Not even a Gears, massive Gears fan. I feel like that, you know, well, I had this conversation multiple times about the formula, yeah, but yeah. I can't wait to see what Coalition do with that because that's going to look mad. Hellblade's going to look mad. So, you know, I'm uh, whatever. This power thing has burnt us madly. Yeah, it has. The Xbox fans, because we just wanted a win over PlayStation, but generally, like, the first parties, uh, that's where I want to see it. That's where the, that's where, that's where the push is supposed to happen. That's where it's supposed to happen. Like when I look at Hellblade and Fable and Starfield and these other games, like Avowed doesn't, doesn't look like it's pushing, um, like, uh, like the other games are right. But when I look at Fable and I look at Starfield Fable. and Hellblade, I'm thinking this is not 1.5. No, this is not 1.5 territory. This is, we waited and we we're going all the way in with what's available to us. And um, gonna, I don't know. Yeah, we, we're, we're going to see very soon um, what, this is the problem. Microsoft's first part, Forza Horizon looks so good. Some PlayStation fanboys thought it was real life footage, but it was still Forza Horizon and it's like, whatever. But Remember the great. L Nick Marseille took that day when he goes, when somebody put up a screenshot of that valley with the river and he goes, great, where's the gameplay? And somebody goes, yeah, it's right here. And they post the video of that coming as the camera <laughs> flew in and he's like, oh. That guy has taken so many L's. It's beautiful. I'm glad that he exists. But uh, that is one, one I'm glad he's a dear friend too. <laughs> you like. Um, and then you've got Starfield, which we can't talk about. You've got to have Forza. You're going to have... How good Hellblade. did Starfield look at that Direct, though? Oh, my gosh. I, I love that. I was just talking to somebody the other day about how that was, like, probably the best reveal of a game that I've ever watched. It was the most enjoyable. I couldn't believe that we sat there for 45 minutes, and it just kept trucking me along, like, with a smile on my face. Hey, that, what were you going to yeah. ask the chat? Hello, I was trying to be trying. a little naughty. But I can't with the Starfield thing. It's just how good did that 48, 45 minute showcase look, didn't it? It looked great. It was it so enjoyable. Great. 
Dark CMF fun. says, hope everyone enjoys Starfield as much as they enjoy X and C. Make sure your ships look like PlayStation consoles. That's hilarious. Uh, hit that like button. Ship customization? Somebody ship made the Millennium Falcon and shared it on Twitter, which is illegal. But they did a pretty good job really? of making the Millennium Falcon. It's it's roundish, but it's basically the shape of the Millennium Falcon. Um, well, yeah, that's cool. That. Oh, wow. Ice Cold Cabbage with the five pound super says, I wouldn't give IGN, King Trash, Dreamcast Guy, or Reforge a code for anything relating to Xbox. Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, ESO. ESO. ESO and Skill Up. I don't know who ESO is. I don't know why I don't know who that is. ESO and Skill Up are both blacklisted. Sadly, from Starfield, according to High School Cabbage. Uh, Glitch Doctor with five euros says, Gaz, analogies are wild, but you can't write an analogy without the world word anal, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than most what podcasts where they use, use food analogies the whole time. Gaz and I just like to use... Uh, uh, Pedro Souza, thank you so much for the 20 uh, R. Rupal, I think it is. Thank you for the chat. Mad Mar- Mar- Mardigan times 19. Thank you for the Australian five says, I would love to see a new gen console in 2026, then discontinue the S and lower the X price to what the S was. That's a good idea. Next gen, make the X, the new S continue to support the S till 2028. Love you guys. Thank you, Mad Mardigan. Appreciate that. That's cause it's not a bad idea. I don't know if they'll go for it, but. Big Dozer 84 with the vices. Can Gaz simulate some cringy Dreamcast guy thumbnail faces? I think you did this before. Give us some Dreamcast guy faces. Hold go. on, I got to go to the live feed. Okay, th- here, I'll give you the thumbnail title. And you d- there, here, we'll play a little game. I'm going to give him three thumbnail Dude, titles. Same face. Yeah, <laughs> Get um, a little creative. I'm going to give you the thumbnail title and you do the face. Okay, here's the first one. Starfield is a boring flop. Okay, here's the next title. <laughs> PlayStation Spider-Man 2 is next level amazing. <laughs> okay, one more. WTF, Phil Spencer was not wearing pants. <laughs> Thank you for playing Dreamcast thumbnails. And, and for the record, Dream, I, I like Dreamcast guy. Uh, people are really mean to him. So I'm like, just lay off him just a little bit. We're all playing our game here. Uh, be, I don't mean hashtag be nice, but those faces are pretty awesome. I feel, I feel pretty bad that he gets made for his look. So that's a bit harsh. That's bull crap. Yeah. Yeah. He's not complete. He's biased as hell. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, the looks thing. Uh, who am I to make fun of? I zoom into his mouth every time. Somebody goes, "Did you see Dreamcast guy's picture with a burnt steak?" Yeah, he was like, "It's grilling season," and he had these two steaks that look like uh, they were like the the meteor from D- Joe Dirt. <laughs> and and I, and I'm I'm cool. Dreamcast guy, like uh, we DM back and forth when when we're both getting harassed or whatever. But I put a flaming PS5 on his grill. And shared it out, and uh, he had a good laugh about that. Uh, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, VG says Dreamcast guy does it himself. I do it, too. I cause myself my own. Pr- I go crying to Gaz. I'm like, Gaz, people are making fun of me on Twitter. And he's like, what'd you do? <laughs> I said that Redfall's not going to be our first poke. And he goes, Cult! <laughs> <laughs> I can't help him. He just does it to himself. What'd you yeah. want to do? Shout God. out to Mac what Bound. I've been talking to him on Xbox. He says, Gaz! And uh, Poochie says, Gaz, smile. Oh, I'm not going to say that one. He's trying to get you to react about a certain game. Um, I'm not doing that. 
So no. Colin Moriarty, Colin Moriarty was on Xbox Two this week. He was on their their Plus podcast, and he said that Game Pass is killing the industry. And it is conditioning Xbox gamers to not buy games. It's the reason why no games sell on Xbox. And he also said that games need to be more expensive. He'd rather they go up to $100. Gaz, your thoughts? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, let me unpack that. So he says Game Pass is killing the industry. Are you sure about that? I don't want to misattribute a quote to him. Um, I, yeah, I'm a little worried about the word killing. I think he said Game Pass is bad for the industry and that is conditioning gamers to not buy games. And Rand said to him, Rand and Jez were like, but most every game is not on Game Pass. And most AAA games never come to Game Pass except for first party games. But so, his, his cons- go ahead. So his concern is what uh, a future where everything is on subscription models, and 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 he's saying the game should be a hundred pounds. I'm sorry, Colin. Name me. <laughs> we just had this conversation. Can you name me a game that has increased the scope that we couldn't even name one? Chat couldn't even name one apart from Starfield, ironically, on Game Pass. But name me one game this generation that the scope is so broad that you're doing something so new on this hardware that you say, I want to pay $100 for it. This is a PlayStation. Okay, one, I've got one mentality. game. I've got one game what? that everyone was like, oh my gosh, this is the best open world game. It's, it's so amazing. How much should the price tag be for Elden Ring? You love the game. We all love the game. What do you think the price tag should be? What it normally should be. It should be as accessible as possible. Oh, that's nice of Colin Moriarty to say. The game should be 100 quid as people struggling from a recession that they can barely struggle to pay for their food. It's nice for him to be entitled to say that. But I don't see the aspiring dev costs work harder or work smarter, that's on the developer's side, or scale it down, whatever. They shouldn't be 100 per quid. What game is doing something that is so, like, blowing your mind? Spider-Man 2, God of War, they're building it on the back of what they've already built before, making record profits. Give me a good justifiable reason why a game should be that high. Give me one, just because you think it should be $100? What is the reason? You must have given a rationale behind why he thinks the game should be 100 quid because devs games cost so much more what do you mean yeah maybe because they are spending a lot more on games but and they're making I, profits they're making profits they're not they're not poor it's a billion dollar industry then okay <laughs> there's so much wrong as and i've said many times on the show and you disagree with me i think colin is very smart and he's very well respected. He's very knowledgeable about most things in the games industry. But when it comes to Xbox, I've said many times, I don't think Colin understands the ecosystem of Xbox. Otherwise, he wouldn't say the things he does. Now, I don't have a problem with Colin. And I don't think Colin wants Xbox to be in this space. Yes. Let me explain why his, his logic is so flawed. He wants developers to get paid more by increasing the price of games. If you understand the business, you know that when you increase the price of games, that increase goes to the publisher and the platform, not the studio. Now, when you start charging $100 for a game, it doesn't mean that now they're going to raise all of the salaries for the people coding, programming, animating, voice acting, all that stuff. That stuff is all like um, 
it's all scaled through through the industry. So he's worried about Xbox. <laughs> it's so funny because Rand called him out on the hip- hypocrisy of him saying that Game Pass is going to push us into a subscription-only world where you can't buy your games. And Rand says, Colin, are you saying that Xbox is so big, that Game Pass is so popular that it's going to take over and knock PlayStation out of their game? He's like, well, no, right? Here's the funny thing. What's he worried about? He he, he bemoans it literally in his last game because they're so big, they're throwing money at the problem, they still can't do it. So then what's the problem? You don't want any competition in any conceivable way. If This is the problem that I have with Colin Moriarty other than some... Look, the guy, no matter what Xbox does, he'll have a go at them. He says, oh, Xbox didn't change their culture for ages. They've relied on the same old stuff. So the moment they did Double Fine, he said, well, why did they buy a Double Fine? <laughs> that was an right. indication that Microsoft is stepping out of their comfort zone to get a platformer on board, a nice, unique, smaller developer that has a history with xbox that developed psychonauts they literally had that documentary go watch it and uh, why because of and he's like why did they buy ninja okay. theory it's like why, because why you theory? said they bought ninja theory because of you colin because you <laughs> said xbox doesn't have any big mature triple a studios that's why they bought ninja theory but here's my problem with his argument because there's a lot to unpack he's afraid that gaming will become a subscription-based service like, like that wouldn't work. Like it's literally how the majority of the planet consumes all of their entertainment. Movie theaters are down. Everybody is streaming all their movies, TV, and music on a subscription monthly basis and loving it. Now, the, the people in the music industry, like the artists are wondering, like, why am I not getting paid more? Who was the artist? Uh, I think it was Snoop Dogg was like, I get a million streams on a song. Where's my million dollars? Like, because, and he's, he's good with math because he means when he used to put his song on Apple on, on the, uh, I store or whatever it was called. I Apple store, whatever they used to call it. <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> He used, to, he used to sell his song for a dollar and he'd get a cut of that. And so he gets a million streams on one of his songs. And he's like, where's my dollar equivalent per, per listen to that. So that's a problem. But, we shouldn't be worrying about that. We should be worrying about uh, do we have great access to our games because Look, we are streaming everything. And Colin Moriarty thinks that the, as far as game development and game design is concerned, these are his words. He thinks we've hit. That's it. Whatever we have right now is basically what we're, gaming is going to be. I disagree with him. But if you believe what Colin believes, then everything... Is sustainable with these current models. Nothing is f- fundamentally changing. So why are you so worried about th- this competitor, which you constantly bemoan for its poor performance, that you literally laugh at its comparative performance in the- and market share in the space? Why are you worried about? You're crying about Call of Duty. Do you even like Call of Duty? What's the cultural significance of Call of Duty other than it's going to be lumped in the likes of your FIFAs and He Madden? doesn't... That- He'll never, people like him will never admit that they don't like. There's only one thing bad for a pony when it comes to Call of Duty, and it's that money. All that money is going into Xbox's pocket. And that's because they have no other valid complaint. They can't say, oh, Xbox is going to ruin Activision's Call of Duty. It's like they're still going to work independently and build their game. Like you can't have it both ways. You can't say, 
Starfield sucks because Xbox ruined it. It's like, no, because if it's amazing, you're going to say Xbox didn't make it. Like, remember we had that conversation with Rand like three, four months ago on your show, on his show? Fundamentally, fundamentally disagree that Colin Moriarty cares about the, the good, the health of the industry when he's been a proponent basically of multi, when does he cry about money hatting? What does that offer into the gaming space? Other than Mike, so Sony just chucks its money at a third party and then just completely isolates Microsoft from the Japanese market as well, yep. making any attempt at that. Well, how does that help the industry? This guy, these guys are the market leaders there, and you cannot even stomach competition. Consolidation is very nice putting that C word in there, slapping it around saying <laughs> consolidation is bad. Yeah, yep. but you don't. But what about the facts of the case? Do you still want Bobby Kotick to run around there? Do you care about the welfare of the staff? Do you not know about Activision? All the mountains of studios that that is messed up. Do you want any kind of change from the status quo for Activision, Blizzard? Or do you really think that's going to change? What you just want the status quo? Nothing's going to change. You don't. What are they worried about? What, like, what does Microsoft need to do? For get, well, how about this, Colin? Offer your very narrow parameters of what you expect. Microsoft to do to be able to do it, and it, I, what I don't like is that he, he initially when Bungie was announced, he was like, "Oh, this is the beginning of mindless uh, consolidation and arms race, basically." But then he's fundamentally, comparatively, very silent when he talks. So he goes, "Oh, what if my Sony hasn't done that much?" Bungie is the biggest slap in the face of your argument. They literally went for Bungie. If I said to one studio in the universe that Sony uh, acquires points to inorganic consolidation, it would be Sony buying Bungie. And that's what they did. It's like... Oh, I forgot. Game I had, I had Bungie news. Let me throw this Bungie news in here. We'll get right back to this argument. Uh, today it was announced or leaked that Bungie is working on a colorful and cute character-driven platformer MOBA called Gummy Bears. <laughs> what the hell? Really? And it's like these colorful neon-like characters in a lighthearted comedic world. And it's a MOBA game online that Bungie is making uh, through PlayStation as a multi-plat MOBA um, while they like work that? on Maron, Marathon. So. How's that helping your sanctity of the industry when PlayStation's focused on gas games and MOBAs and all of that? He tried to justify that as well. And he said... You know, uh, ultimately, the best answer came from, uh, what's his name? Um, oh, my God, I'm going to kick myself for, for forgetting it. Uh, Hogue Law. Sorry, apologies, Hogue. Hogue Hogue's amazing. Hogue, Hogue, Hogue was saying this, like, exactly what I was thinking. You should be celebrating ABK because for ages, Sony has coasted in this generation. It's coasted and heavy reliance on mon money hatting and Call of Duty. But for once... For once, as a PlayStation fan, I would have been, um, genuinely, I would have been happy that Microsoft does it. Because now Sony has a kick up the backside, an incentive to try and make sure that it positions itself to counter Call of Duty. It doesn't need to do it because it's got a very good 10-year deal. They can still Microsoft. make lots of money the way it is with Call of Duty. Like but they PlayStation can sit back and go, we don't need to worry about a Call of Duty killer. You know, this yeah, is how it's going to be. Yeah, they don't need to worry be. about that, but they should. They should be working on it because in they can. Ten years will go like this, and then they need to figure out what what happens after that. So what we want is a Sony that does invest 
in its first-person shooters. So when, when it comes to Xbox, we always bemoan, we just need that third-person game. We need some of that variety. But with Sony, we're going to let them go without having to deliver a good first-person shooter game, a good multiplayer game. Why do they get... Mm -hmm. And this is why I respect BG um, of Weapon Wheel podcast. BG is one of the lone, almost, PlayStation hardcore guys who says, what do you guys do? He gets it from the PlayStation community all the time for demanding multiplayer, a multiplayer yeah. on PlayStation. I would hate to be a PlayStation fanboy or like PlayStation content creator and then having to deal with a community that is so like fake not being interested in multiplayer. Yeah, the buying spending habits and the time spent on COD and all these multiplayer games suggest Say otherwise. otherwise. Right. Yeah, exactly. Let, so, let me let me like, ask Colin, you. Colin, I love yes, I love the hypocrisy. Let me ask you. Like uh, somebody in the chat spawned this, but they're like, it sounds like Bungie is is all messed up thanks to Sony. Like ever since they bought him, Destiny Two's gone down the tank. Marathon looks like, ah, do I want Marathon? And now they're making a gummy bears like multiplayer, colorful uh, humans fall flat type thing or whatever party animals, whatever type thing. Maybe it's going to be really for cool. But yeah, Bungie's sure. really great. And the reason why I pose and frame that question that way is the absolute ridiculousness of if you truly believe that Bungie is now tainted and guided the wrong direction because now they belong to PlayStation, you're not paying attention because it's the same argument that comes against Ninja Theory and Double Fine and, and Bethesda. Like ever since Xbox bought them, they've just been going downhill. And it's the whole narrative, guys, that people say, PlayStation games are quality because PlayStation makes quality games. Like, no, they don't. Their studios make quality games. PlayStation has some great quality studios. So does Xbox. Xbox can't ruin their games. Their studios have to do that all on their own. 343 has ruined Halo in many ways, and they're finally bringing it back. I don't care if they have a great comeback. If it takes them two years, you should have waited two years. But stop this argument where PlayStation makes the games Xbox makes or breaks the games. It really comes down to the studios. And we've heard time and again from PlayStation and Xbox that they have their own autonomy. Those studios make their own great things. Last of Us 2 would never be a thing if Neil Druckmann didn't say, you know what, I want 10 studios to come in and help us make this game. So Sony and PlayStation didn't make that. Naughty Dog and all of their partners made it. So well, don't get I that twisted. Disagree with that. I slightly disagree with that because I think you cannot disregard the uh, Sony's management of those studios. Management is True. quite important. And budgets is important. Identifying marketing points are, or talent is, a, is an issue. Therefore, Microsoft has been a long issue. So I will credit Sony as a company for the first party, first party quality. Vicariously, they get the benefit of, of that hard work and management, just like we bemoan PlayStation for its missteps make it keep it simple because they it's not inconsequential so um yes i get it but i think the distinction is almost like i agree with uh, that as well yeah i stand corrected that forgive me for <laughs> for flipping this this direction but i don't think playstation would have taken no for an answer with a game that needed to be delayed so and i'm not going to say the name of the game because we already brought it up several times in the show but if a game needed to be delayed, I think PlayStation's management would have said, I don't care what you want. You're going to delay the game because we're not putting the gold stamp of approval. Thank you. We're not putting the gold stamp of approval on until 
it is the way that we i do give credit to playstation for that and i guess that does prove me wrong that they don't have anything to do with it but they do sit back and go are you sure and they kind of did that with days gone where they were like i think i think playstation management said days gone doesn't meet the standards of a quality playstation game but i think they're wrong i think days gone 2 would have been even better um so that's, that's, that's I, I want and problem. I want yeah. Xbox to do that. I want Xbox to say, and I think they will after what they messed up in May, where it feels like we really think you should delay it, and they say, well, we don't want to. I think next time Phil's gonna be like, I didn't ask you what you want to do. I said you're gonna delay the game, and uh, yeah, after we saw him upset on Xcast, I think hard. next hard. time he's gonna be like, I didn't say what do you want, and I think you need to be like that, you know. I mean, that's to a certain degree, but yeah, Days it's Gone was very, great, very hard. It's v- uh, sorry. It's very, very hard um, for Microsoft. They're in a tricky position where they have to respect studio autonomy post merger as well. So it's, it, it, I get it. I get. It's very easy for us to say Microsoft has sat back. I, but I do like that. The court hearings did show. That these management execs, Matt Booty, you know, Sarah Bond, Phil Spencer, they were all very aware of the challenges. They're very aggressively looking to try and make Xbox something quite special in this space and neat and, and, and carve out a very a sizable chunk of the gaming market. I just don't agree with Colin Moriarty's. Like, he thinks that Game Pass is, uh, is going to kill the industry. Why? Oh, because you can't funnel. I mean, just take Game Pass for an example. He thinks okay. that it's not sustainable. They're suffering. The fundamental point that uh, Colin Moriarty is against is because it's sold at a loss. It's not sustainable. Microsoft is now... And, you know, it's not sold at a loss, but that's what he still thinks, you're assuming? Yeah, but no, he says it. He expressly says it. He goes, you're losing money. Only Microsoft can swallow that cost. But... You're completely disregarding what Microsoft... One, he doesn't believe Phil Spencer would say it's profitable because he's saying he's dressing up a certain way. But then look at the games and what alternative... Like, Microsoft is not like any other streaming service. You've got all these other revenue revenue streams available to you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean everyone subscribed to Game Pass. It doesn't mean you get your DLC content. It also is encouraging more expenditure within the environment. These guys these guys got masses of analysts in there. You wouldn't have committed to a multi-billion dollar strategy without thinking it was sustainable. Yes, there's a challenge. Yes, absolutely. But you should be welcoming the challenge to a, a market leader like PlayStation. You want to get a disruptor in there. But it's Colin's lack of urgency for in the gaming space for competition that that i find mind-boggling for a man who has very vocally talked about his disdain for chinese chinese investment and saudi investment he, he here he cries about consolidation from an american company so like, do you want tencent to gobble up these studios maybe they shouldn't maybe he gets a swift reality check microsoft mm-hmm. is is change is forcing Sony to stop resting on its laurels. It's best for everyone involved. Yes, well, Game Pass is taking off, and PlayStation goes, "We're changing games to seventy dollars." It's the opposite reaction you should be getting if you feel, if you really believe, if Colin really believes that Game Pass is going to disrupt the business and the industry so much that people change that model. But uh, who was it in the chat? Uh, I know the name. I just have to say it right. Uh, illegal dad says these companies losing money shouldn't be our problem. 
if <laughs> if Game Pass offers you more games that are better value, you should hope. You should hope and pray like ponies should be hoping and praying that PlayStation just bends their knees and gets on the Persian rug and says, please have our games day and date uh, on uh on on a service like i don't understand why they don't just throw their first party games that are few and far between like right now it's only one game but i mean they're gonna make so many sales and they're so dependent on the console sales i don't think sony should follow microsoft's strategy um as well saying that just because game pass is a disruptor doesn't also you can't look i can see some of the arguments of it being value destructive in the or the the threat it would pose to the standard gaming model i just don't put any weight to it and the fact that colin thinks that they sh- the way to the remedy that is to increase the base price of a game to a hundred dollars <laughs> is is ludicrous yeah. because you're you're just cutting you're just making games more inaccessible for more people pricing them out for what somebody in the chat said that it would cause more? less sales if games went up to 100. absolutely less sales so, like, you would invite less people. Less people get to experience your game. What is gaming for you? For a medium where you have said that the the scope and of, of this game, of vision, creatively, we hit a ceiling. So then why, why are you inviting these increased prices for? Because game development costs an increase? I don't agree with that at all. It's such a... It, it is a destructive mindset to think that. It's a very simple way of viewing this industry that this game just chuck put the price up and then we'll be better for it why is the scope of the game going to increase which which game Uh, we're not even addressing the real question that's lingering out there and i guess i need to ask somebody who works in the industry like if games went to a hundred dollars as a developer would you see that benefit or would your publisher platform see it like is that going to eventually trickle down maybe their answer is yeah, if they went to $100, we might get a little more every game from as developers. But I don't even know if that's true. Because like, I feel like I every time you money. every time you say you got to buy a game physical so they can go to the developers, like, no, it goes to the publisher. The developers got paid the moment they started working on the game. Every week well, they would come in and build the game. Every two weeks they get a check. It's just like a construction loan. They get paid. And there's, there's residuals. For certain people, there there might be. I don't know how royalties go down to the animators. Every company is different. Every company is yeah, different. If, yeah. if if you take his basic point that they make more profit, developers will, will get paid a little bit more or more, or whatever. Fine, there's that. But this, or look at the industry now. Just look at it now. I what I, I'm asking this question: What is it that we're seeing in this gaming space that you think? That gaming should be hundred dollars. What is it? Just name a me. game. Yeah, Gaz is asking name a game that you think is worth a hundred dollars. And what somebody who plays somebody who played two hundred hours of Diablo in one month probably thinks that was worth a hundred bucks to me. But I'm asking, I mean, how many games do you buy per year? Look at the PC space. Look at the typical price of games there. Look at the 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 gaming industry is shifting so far beyond what this archaic model of these big full price model games because the way the kind of games that are gaming why is sony pivoting to gas why is sony pivoting to all these games because gaming behavior is changing 
Like the younger gamers are not even playing. They're playing Roblox. They're playing Minecraft. They're playing Fortnite. And these free to play games. Like, yeah. In the AAA space, if you're going to say to me, I'll pay 100 quid for a game that is doing something different. Of all the games and first party titles released on current gen consoles, Starfield is the game that should be $100 in my opinion. The big games, actually, the big like yeah, Baldur's Gate, point. like people are, it's got super high Baldur's score. Game. It's super big, even, and, and you do all this stuff. You can, you know, sleep with a bear. It's great. So, like, there'd be a lot of people that say, I if that was a hundred dollars, like maybe that's in hindsight. If, if of course you want to pay sixty or seventy, and on PC they're like fifty five dollars. Let me read a couple of supers here. I just asked the chat, how many full price games do you buy per year? Um, I put a couple options, but I typically buy at least 10 full price games a year. And you know, that a thousand bucks a year is a lot of money for just the games. Hargeet Johnny says in the chat with the super, thank you, Hargeet. There needs to be a Colin versus Hargeet. Oh, and Ninja Theory's first game was funded by Xbox. The studio exists because of Xbox. And was their first game Heavenly Sword? I don't remember. I don't uh, know their, I don't know. But, what yeah. was the Ninja Theory's first game? Um, it was... Um, they worked on... Um, they did a Devil May Cry. I thought they did one of them. Yeah, they did. Uh, uh, the chat's going to be barking at me with the, with the correct answer while I read these last two. Uh, Breris with a five says, Hello, Colton Gaz. When is Court doing the Hoi Chip <laughs> challenge? And Gaz, how your, how's your stomach and bathroom end up? Laugh out loud. So that bad, was like actually. a month ago. It wasn't so bad. Uh, it wasn't so bad. It was actually all right. I didn't get any of the gut rot pain, which is insane because I got that with Mongoose. But then I found out Mongoose was uh, very strong. Kung Fu Chaos was the game, by the way. Oh, Kung Fu Chaos. Really? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I have a lot to Ninja learn. Ninja Theory got funneled by them. And then he, he called culture. That's an indication to me. My, so, so Colin has an intolerance. Well, Microsoft and Xbox in this culture. Well, mm -hmm. Yeah, he I doesn't mean, like their culture because he believes that PlayStation is organic and they've cultivated. And I, I hate to break it to you, they just bought their studios a long time ago, so they've got the culture. And Xbox and just it, started doing it. But but you know, last a few years ago, you guys were like, do something Xbox, you know. But, um, but the funny thing is, if Xbox content to do it, Microsoft whatever Microsoft did, they will complain. If you yeah. go double fine, you said, oh, the publisher thing is just too bad. What about Double Fine? Well, you called that out. What about here? These are indie studios. Their Ninja Theory was basically indie. Like, Double Fine is ba basically almost indie. Well, not indie, but they're like, they're not AAA yeah. studios. Yeah. So they're tiny studios. You bemoan that. Then you bemoan a publisher play. And publisher play, where the deal is just overly generous, in my opinion. And you should be, as a PlayStation guy, if you had faith in PlayStation, you'd say, well, PlayStation will counter this with this first-party studios that oh, you organically grew. They have nothing to worry about, right? So yeah. Then, you know, but these donkeys don't understand Strauss, is... Strauss Zelnick, sorry to interrupt. But Strauss Zelnick, the Take-Two, whatever, CEO, he says it very well. Ultimately, gamers will vote with their wallet and they'll go where the quality is. So Microsoft can yeah. spend all this money if it doesn't do anything with Call of Duty of all studios, with Activision. Activision, this publisher that desperately needs help. I don't even know if my, Microsoft has a huge task in front of it. 
ultimately, the quality speaks for itself. If you think it's if Xbox Game Pass is value destructive, it's not sustainable, then it will die, right? If it's not sustainable, it's going to die. So what are you yeah, worried sure. about? Why are you crying but then, about? But then a, Phil a told us, "Stop looking at my pocket." <laughs> Phil yeah, said, but, "Like a year ago, stop looking at my pocket. We're we're already making money on Game Pass." So resigned to the fact that Game Pass is either going to sit at its current growth and barely move and just exist, or it's going to dominate and destroy PlayStation, and they'll just cry themselves asleep every night. But they just don't like that Xbox. Um, they've these donkeys don't understand it, guys. Xbox I mean, Xbox is smaller, but they've worked with most of these studios several times. Several times they've partnered with them, they've marketed through them, they've offered support. Their their people have worked there, their people have gone to work there, their people have come to work for them. And the organic thing is a nonsense. And I and I make a sports That's analogy. Yeah. You can what's that? That's nonsense, yeah. That's nonsense. Yeah, you, as a sports analogy, I said this like you can love your favorite team. And I'm a baseball fan, so I like the Seattle Mariners. And I love, like, this one pitcher is so amazing. Oh, wait. Oh, he played for the Cardinals last year? Oh, oh, so he's not even really a Mariner. Where did he play before? Guess what? It doesn't matter. He's on that mound there. He's amazing. He's part of the team. He wears blue, blah, blah, blah. And I don't want to talk about sports, but it is. there's no difference your beloved PlayStation organic studios are loaded with people that worked at other studios, multi-platter, even Xbox studios. So, uh, no, I mean, the, the organic thing is just nonsense. I just feel frustrated that no you'll cry about consolidation, but you don't talk about the details of it and why you are not inviting competition in this space. There is none. Even if in Microsoft, you can arguably ineffective, it wasn't. It, it has had its successes. You have your trophy system on your PlayStation, right? Who's going to be credited for that? You have your online party chat and all your system. You were schooled on the 360 gen because Microsoft showed you how it's done. Mm -hmm. And your PlayStation 4, the way it's built, is a direct result of the lessons you learned from who? Microsoft. So you can say that they failed because they had a failed gen last gen, but you quickly learned those lessons. What about the model now? Games, gas as a service, all pivot from Sony. Why? You made fun of Microsoft for doing it all of last gen. Why are you copying them? So and, and Jim Ryan already told you that he wants to bring games to PC. He's trying his hardest. He has to. He has to break the barrier of these ponies saying, "Hold the line." Wait, we can't use "hold the line." What are we going to say? What we got? Hold down the stables, and uh, you know, <laughs> do not cross the, the line of hay on the ground. They don't want their games to go to PC, but Jim Ryan's already told you he needs to get that done asap because he said consoles not enough. Hey, the your friend Epic. Enough. Yeah, they're not, exactly. They're not. Your your friend Epic Treasure sends a super chat. An Australian ten says for Colts Celestial Glow. Do I? Am I glowing, guys? Uh, yeah, it is because I made you pregnant. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, my wife was so mad when I said on Twitter that I that I rub a picture of you and Asa, and she's like. <laughs> Thank you. And I said, Thank you. you. I mean, you were mad too because you were like, what is this? But I'm like, I wasn't mad. I was just it's like, not, it's not cheating if it's with you, right? <laughs> I love embarrassing you. Like, you, you, you had a, uh, you made a joke. I won't bring up what the joke was, but you made a joke on social media. A lot of people got offended and upset. And instead, I just, 
We have to be more specific. So, so Gaz made a joke that might be considered insensitive toward people who are of larger stature in the waist and, and, oh, and area, oh right? And people were getting really mad, and people are kind of being mean, and, and they didn't think it was funny, and maybe it isn't funny, maybe it's just a joke. But I replied with a meme I made of Gaz and I as chubby little kids eating with a fork, and I just posted that to try and break the ice, because I love you, bro. I love you. No. Uh, can I just say on that point? And I, Go for I, it. I you have a public forum. For a lot of a lot of people uh, that we in the community associate with um, took issue with that, which is fine. But it was basically to explain to chat: PlayStation Slim model has been leaked. Uh, right. It, it is speculation that it's the spe- a leak. Uh, uh, slim Photos model. of it, it, like fo- people, somebody holding it and rotating it. Yeah. But it still looks like massive, right? So I use uh, Cosmopolitan today. Gas, it looks identical to the base PS5. It, it looks like the, it did. I mean, maybe smaller, but it's still because the PS5 is so big and ugly. It just felt like it's the same. It's the same. You can thing. see the guys on the video. You can see his arms like shaking as he had muscle fatigue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So did. anyway, what what did you do? Tell the people. So I, I use this. Um, so it's not really a slim model. It's like a plus. So I used Cosmopolitan did this uh, cover of a plus size model. It was very controversial um, because you know, like you know, you're glorifying obesity and all of that. The massive conversation about this. Oh, is that just, how people took it when Cosmo did it? I mean, it was so, one of those you know, cover photos of like not all models. That beauty does no, isn't one a thing. Plus and, size and, model. No, no, yeah, it was just yeah. perpetuating plus size model. I used that picture. I said PlayStation a slim model. Yeah, like. That's, a That's plus all you said. Size model. That's yeah. all I said. But the <laughs> fact that I used a plus size model to say that it's not a slim, people got pissed. Like uh, some, a lot of people. And I thought, hold on a minute. You're triggered by the fact, mere reference of a plus size model that is celebrated. Like, um, what are we doing here? That means you're so sensitive to that. I didn't mean fat shame. I didn't say it's, a, it's either plus size or it's a slim. Because we model. have big bellies ourselves. Like I we're mean, not gonna we're not gonna sugarcoat it. We we continually call each other morbidly obese. Yes, <laughs> that's all I said. Is that, and then someone's like, "Oh yeah, you're disgusting. She's beautiful." I, said, I didn't say she was butters. I didn't say she was ugly. Like wh- what was going on? What was on? the word like, you use? Butters. Uh, that's UK, London slang. It's yeah, like yeah. Butters. What is <laughs> it? Like, it just means ugly. Ugly. So I didn't say she was ugly. I just said she's not a plus size model. Do you agree plus size models exist? Yes. Do you think she's slim? No, because she's a plus size model. Is PlayStation Five a big model? Yes. You a lot of people were angry and said that she was really beautiful, and you didn't say that she wasn't. But I'll I mean, be, it's I'll a sensitive subject, you, and it's going gonna, gonna to be very. It will trigger some people, but yeah, you, you you may be insecure about whatever, but you can you can take it out on me. But my honest view is, you are <laughs> projecting your insecurities onto me. And if you think it's low ball humor, I, I completely understand, but don't re- expect me to respect your opinion or on my humor. If you think it's class and not lacking taste or class, that's your fine. Just stay away from me and don't try and police my humor because I that is a mild version of how raw I can go. And that, that's true. People who are associates or like who, who friends stand or. They commented on it. So, what did you mean by this, guys? Then quote tweeted it. What did you it, mean? What do you think the, I meant? The PS5 whoa, whoa, whoa. is supposed to be a slim, and it looks yeah. like it's just as chunky no, as it was, thick with three you Cs. Can find, 
if you're gonna virtue signal, you can do that. Don't expect me to feel sorry for you. I didn't, I'm unapologetically use that. And my position is, if you want to glorify bad health and obesity, that's your prerogative. I cannot share your- I mean, you views. do. Capono says you work out with like a, with a flexing thing, but you also order burgers and fries at I'm two in the morning. A, I'm healthy, piece of crap, and I do not promote <laughs> that kind of lifestyle, but that's fine. If you feel offended, that's your prerogative. Just yeah. like I don't give a shit. And I will keep doing it. If it. The more you try and police me, the more I will try and just rally against you. If you think that makes me a terrible person, that's your prerogative as well. Just like it makes me think you're a weak-minded person. I don't... This is the thing with, uh, with social discourse. I feel like there's so much fakeness here. I understand the concept of respect and on, um, honoring beliefs. But if you were unable to even have a conversation about it, then that suggests perhaps... You you maybe need to broaden your horizons a little bit because I'm used to engaging in debates on multitude of issues far more serious than this. But I, f I found that amusing, and I, I kind of almost uh, expected that a kind of I don't I don't even know how to people. I don't know how because to react to that because I tr simpletons in my opinion they they will they will do that. I get it. It's a sensitive issue, but I don't I don't want to glorify bad health. I, if I did that, I'd be now, laundering my fat little Michelin man <laughs> stomach and think that's good. I just don't share the right. same sensibilities. Well, I mean, I don't know how to react to that because you could have made the joke with a person that's like on a... Um, hey, like I, an I also like my women big, by the way. <laughs> Sometimes I'm not going to deny it. But that's my personal taste. I like a little bit of size and you know, but that's you know whatever. That's a different conversation. But I never said she was ugly all the way or anything like that. But people projected their insecurities, and I found it quite interesting. But well, I'm for someone now, who is, I'm going to get worse. With someone who's very conscientious, conscientious about their weight, or feels like they've been battling it for a while, and to see somebody make what they take as a shot at somebody for how they look. You know, I of mean, course, they're like, what do, you, what do you mean by that? And they're going to they're going to show offense because there was a lot of people who are like, oh, my gosh, this is this is hilarious. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I, and I completely understand that it makes you feel a certain way. But where do you draw the line? Like, I don't share your same beliefs as you, just like you don't share the same beliefs as me. But if you just if you don't like it, just walk away. Some people very respectfully said, look, Gaz, respectfully, I don't think this is they the did. way forward. And I, and, I, and I said, that's absolutely fine. But respectfully, each to their own, I want to do it my way. Uh, and this, okay. And, and that is the best way forward. If you, you, that makes you think I'm a terrible person or a piece of shit or bad humor. All of that, I completely take on board. Every person is different. Uh, but I'm not going to police stuff at all. That that's aside, is it, is, it, is it fair to call it a slim model if it's still just as fat as the original <laughs> yeah it's not really a <laughs> right. slim, maybe slimmer version it's a slim version of that original console but and people are putting a, a big bitch people, <laughs> people are putting a black shoestring around it because apparently if that's true it has like a black horizontal line which is very slimming but uh, you know it's like you got to make fun of it because Normally, or we've seen in the past, like PlayStation 3 had like three or four models. PlayStation 4 had three different models, and they all look different. And you're just like, you're going to use the same popped collar thing and the and the pregnant side with the with the disc tray. We thought there was going to be a detached. Well, it's like, 
Everyone was taking shots. I, I'm sorry that that didn't go well for you. Uh, See, I, I, a, I thought it went fine for me. <laughs> I, I got the reactions that I kind of expected, but I, I ex and other people did push back on my behalf because, you know, it was coming to the point where I'm like, should I respond? Because I, people's initial complaints showed to me that you really haven't got the capacity to have, have this conversation in earnest. So, uh, but laugh or, laugh or not, walk away or not, but um, I mean, and, you know, put the pressure to the pressure to delete it. Like, should I delete it? It's not worth the the hardship, and you stood your ground. Um, that wouldn't have been fun that. for me. But I, I mean, I if I'm fundamentally erred in my judgment, I think one scenario would be like if person said, "Gaz, this really hurt me," um, and they reached out in DMs. This is the oh, thing. Okay. I, my my limit is you sometimes just reach out in DMs. One of our mutual friends, I reached out DMs. I said, you're looking a little bit crazy right now. And he didn't take it the right way. Uh, and then he apologized. But um, like, it was like, I came out on my way to advise you privately. There's some people in this business, virtue signaling people in this space who called out stuff publicly, who have been on my show multiple times, didn't have the decency to reach out to me private if you actually cared about it. Those kind of fake people, I hate snakes like that. And I will, mm. uh, that is a personal bugbear. I will go laser people like you. And with, with comedy and the source, I get it. I will push it to what, you know, I'll push it to what discourse is like because I find it conversation broke. So I love Fritanga Plays. Fritanga Plays will push the limit. Do I think something goes a bit too far? Perhaps. But <laughs> yeah. I feel like he maintains the sanctity of comedy that is so important. Somebody tried to lump me into. Um allowing him to make a quasi-racist joke on his video. And because I was friends with him, that I was associated with that kind of behavior. And it's like, dangerous precedent. don't, don't pull that, that. Don't pull that garbage. And I, I've gone through that Everyone's where, guilty. yeah, I've gone Everyone's through that where, that, yeah, then you're everyone's guilty because he does. If you might find it dis distasteful, you may think he's like a certain person. He has this bias. That's fine, but not everyone's going to share that opinion, and it depends on what's so important. It, it ultimately, to me, it wasn't that. I can get it why it would offend some people, but the person, the people going about Ritanga using those, I get it, the slurs. They they will they will piss people off. For me personally, as a content creator, as someone who's always valued the sanctity of discourse, I respect him for taking those risks. I can see why it pisses people off, why it could upset some people, but. You know, generally the the intention of it and usage was clear, um, but not everyone shares that sentiment. Like in my last source video, I've got a freaking sniper shooting Jim Ryan in the head; his head explodes. Talk about kicking Colin Moriarty's corpse through, and talk about one of the bars I said was rectal irrigation of these bitches bursting all the stitches. <laughs> what was it rectal irrigation of these bitches busting all the stitches? You don't have the riches, leave these paupers in the fucking ditches. Think about why I'm actually <laughs> saying that because there's quite meta levels to that. Why would you have stitches there? <laughs> but it's, that, so the bad you had to blur out the knife you were holding. Gaz, you were just a problem that I can't associate <laughs> with anymore. I like, I like, you have to push, you have to push like creatively. Yeah. Like, you cannot be yeah. stifled. You might think, Gaz, you're just being edgelord for the sake of it. If that's your opinion, that's fine, but you can't. You have to understand, ADDD-ridden people cannot have your creativity stifled by putting these limitations on it because some people might get offended by it. If you think that's the sanctity of the craft 
relies on you just being truthful, honest, and just allowing your talent, or if you think it's talent, to flourish, then I, I have to let it happen. It's a beautiful thing um, in this space. I just, I don't know. We've got I feel like this it's, place. I feel like there's a different standard though. Like you and I have been to a lot of comedy clubs and yeah. you go there and they say whatever they want. Uh, they make gross jokes. They make racy jokes. They make inappropriate jokes, whatever. Right. And it's all part of the thing. And of course you and I've talked about this a lot, that comedy is at, at the, at the precipice of dying because cancel culture like people will literally stand up or raise their hand in a, in a comedy club and say why did you make that joke <clears throat> when for 30 or 40 years you were at the comedy club you could you could say what you wanted to say as long as it made people laugh and um i just feel like on youtube and social media like twitter or facebook or SnapTube or chap chip or whatever these apps are like you're not allowed to make and I don't, I don't make these super in it, like I don't make these things because people are on the ready to police at all times. I don't want people to make really offensive or inappropriate jokes all the time because you have a wide range of audience you, uh, that doesn't want to hear that. And, and but there's that whole policing yeah. culture is what I'm getting at. Like where yeah, that, we don't I get to be that. in a, in a comedy club with seven lights and a brick wall behind us. And people paid to laugh their head off at something that you can finally minimize into a joke, and that's a whole other philosophy. But people go retrospectively try to find things to cancel people, and that's just ridiculous to me. Mm -hmm. uh, it goes to show, look, there's so much content out there. If you, you don't like that content, go somewhere else. Why could actively go out to lambast someone? If you feel that way strongly, fine. You want to launch uh, a whole movement <laughs> against someone for that. That's that's your prerogative as well. Well, I mean, you got something like Nick who's impact. telling people, he's telling his audience of 200 people, do not trust Colt for reviews because of because of this one game, right? Like, that's that's literally policing and gatekeeping things. And if you don't like yeah. someone, if like, you don't like Reforge or you don't like Dreamcast Guy, like, stop clipping all of his stuff and sharing it on social media. No, no, oh, don't gosh. Stop. Don't stop. Keep doing that. <laughs> Whoever Astro but I, but, but wait, but wait, but wait. I know you, you and I are in a different realm. You're the salt miner. You're the sauce maker. And I, I feel like a, that's like a Willy Wonka thing. Like we are the sauce makers <laughs> and the salt miners. Uh, but I'm not like I am actively trying not to console war 24 seven. It was someone clips reforge gaming saying something ridiculous and baseless against Xbox. I'm like, <laughs> no. <clears throat> I just save those. I save those. Shout out to the soldiers yeah. out there who are recording and buried through that awful. Content and and shout, shout out to like, oh no, it's Alex, Fratinga, and Gaz, people who are mostly calling out the places, you guys, because let's face it, they're the ones that are 80 to 90% of the time, they're the ones saying ridiculous stupid things but you don't have to watch the content if you don't like it uh cory tidwell says gaz that model was a triple a or quadruple a like the initiative <laughs> that that that's that slim model uh cory tidwell also says thank you for the five dollar super he says i'm trying to figure out why games are 70 dollars and they don't take advantage of the tech how many games are supporting fsr 2.1 five <laughs> and some of them are not well <laughs> pedro soso with the uh, 10 rupee says my main point against increasing the value of games is that a lot of markets like Brazil, where I'm from, uh, no, it's not Ruples. What do they call the dollar there in uh, Brazil? I don't know. 
Pesos or something? I don't know. Brazil. No, it's an R. Brazil currency. I don't remember. Real. Real. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry about that, Pedro. I got that wrong twice, but I got it right third time. Thanks to Gaz. He says, in Brazil, where I'm from, I would end up getting back to 0.9% piracy. Today, games are $70, almost a third of them of the minimum wage. Jeez. It sucks. Really sucks. Um, yeah, we, we went on a whole tangent about culture. It's good, man. These podcasts humor, but it's are good, good. When, we do, when you have natural conversations. I think... People, it's important for people in chat and shout out to over a thousand people. Watch that's a crazy number. Um, all of you, like, it's imp- I, uh, again another ADD like divergence, but it's important for you to build a connection with the people that you're listening to, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And these kind of conversations will either say, okay, I'm, I don't align with Yaz on these views, and perhaps maybe sure, more you know, opinion. So, I, I generally get to know. I personally like to listen to podcasts where they talk about random stuff and I, was, oh, I like acg's podcast and they'll just talk about for hours like in the style of what you've been doing oh, i've been building a house this and that blah 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 and i, I really like that i like that conversation some people I, we've had some like, good experiences here on this yeah. little podcast um moments of you and i talking about stuff off topic meg and i've talked about something you know meg and i were talking let's, since i have you here guys um it's gonna be tough to say um Gosh, I kind of get emotional for a second here. I, I really appreciate you being here, guys. Like, you're you're my best friend, and having you on the show for eight months at one to four in the morning has been. I I've, I would never be able to repay you for the the, the wonderful, great times I've had, and all those Likewise, times. Have to repay. It goes both ways. I mean, I get to benefit from growing a podcast that I didn't think I would be able to do without you pushing me so hard. But we've had such great memories on here and i remember playing that video i made of you on your last show the oh, montage man, of our moments and <laughs> it's so great we're very barring, grateful for that. yeah thank no thank you thank you so much and and barring all that guys like many times i would check the podcast at the end of the night or in the morning and there would be a couple comments where people would say i don't really like Gaz on the show he, he talks too much or I don't like his voice and I would get so upset let me I say why I, I masturbated me, to those messages <laughs> <laughs> let me say why um, never in my life have I gone to a YouTube video and said I don't like that other guy you've got there reviewing guitars or I don't like that other guy that rides with you in the car reviews or I don't like uh, your voice when you review games. I don't like the way you... I've never said that. Partially because why would I ever hurt someone's feelings with not even really constructive criticism? Um, I, there may be people who go to a show and say, I like such and such podcast, but that one guy on there ruins it. But when you say that, like, is, are they really going to drop them for your opinion? Maybe that's baseless. Let me just say. I, I heard, I saw Mag was getting in his feels about this. And I think it's important lesson for Mag to learn. You, the pe- people who are vocal, like the shit sticks. But the, the praise is sure. just washes off. And it does. Mag, if you're watching this, don't focus on that. If you read the comments, you would have assumed 90% of people wanted me off. Maybe they did. <laughs> but ultimately. It's what it looks like. It. Gaz yeah. is right. I got to interrupt you. Gaz is right. As a content creator, it, the worst thing, look at all the hearts. Hit, uh, smash the heart over and over. It doesn't do anything but like light up the, the chat, but I really appreciate it. Um, 
I'm gonna have sex. As a content creator for many years, and my wife makes fun of me all the time because I will see all these people that say, I love this video, Colt, Colt, you do such good production. And I'm oh. and I can't help but go, Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you. And then I'm looking for the stuff to police, which goes against what Absolutely. I said like ten minutes ago. And then someone's like, "You're, a, you're. Can you suck any harder on on Xbox's chassis?" And I'm like, <laughs> you know. And they they want that reaction, even though they'll never get to see it. They want to know I cut him, you know. And Mag, if you're listening, I, uh, like Gas said, there's going to be three that. comments, and there always was like two or three comments. It was either I don't want Gas here or I don't want Mag. But I, I told Mag the same thing I told you guys. There's three comments that say they don't like you as much, but there's always 20 that say, I love you on the show with Colt. You bring all the humor. I love your takes. I love the, what you bring to the show. And I'm seeing the same thing with Mag. And I just had to bring it up since you're here because everyone's like, oh my gosh, you're finally bringing Gaz back on the show for a reunion time. Uh, we love Gaz. And then to get somebody in the chat go, well, that guy has his beard's too dark. <laughs> <laughs> hey man listen if you're not a fan of me that's i completely understand understand that i'm here to fuck your wife and on that yes! <laughs> let me let me say something else i told mag because mag and i were talking pre-show two weeks ago uh last time we did the show and and we had this heart to heart and i said mag you have to understand that i go on gaz's show rans all these other people and every time I go in there and I scroll down, they're like, why the heck did you bring Colt on your show? He's the worst. You could never trust him. And, I'm, and I go, oh. <laughs> and I told Maggie, I go, dude, we all, we all get that. Uh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It doesn't matter, man. You got to have thick skin in this game. You got to have thick skin. This is why I feel sorry for Reforge, because Reforge doesn't seem to have thick skin in this game. The weenus, yeah. Absolutely, you have to. You have to have confidence in what you believe and have the sincerity, which I don't think Reforge has. But, like, you, if you have the sincerity of your belief, <laughs> just be raw and just, just enjoy it. If you're worried about what people think about you, then you're, you're, gonna, you're destined to fail. Just be yourself. Be whatever. Like, I always say that it was literally, I would recommend everyone watch, uh, what was it called? It, uh, it was such a good documentary. The one time that made me feel things when it was at the end of it was dre it was ice cubes words that actually resonated with me um and it was, was it the nwa thing or what was it no no it was uh it was called the defiant ones that's what it was called and i need to watch that was, big yeah, fans and these of those are guys. the mega successful ridiculous they've attained they've they've set the bar let alone like gone past it they they and held it the, yeah yeah they held it they created the ruler man and they all said the same thing and ice cubes words because i always loved ice cube but the, the fact that he said it also resonated with me a lot he said like just don't worry but just be as raw as you want to be and he said it at a time when we me and ace started game on daily and we started youtube and we were, i was being very nice at the start i wasn't being myself and I watched that. I was like, no, fuck it. I can't, I can't do it. I'm, a com I'm not designed to be like controlled that way. So like Mag watching it, just be yourself. Speak a little bit slow, please. But <laughs> speak you know, the way you want to speak. He's working on it. I talked to him a lot. Play. Yeah, he does talk super fast. But Mag is used to being on shows with lots of panel members. He goes on Crossfire with eight people. He's on Booms with six yeah. to eight people sometimes. And mm -hmm. I'm like, Mag, it's just you and me. 
You'll have a chance to talk. I, I want you to talk half the time. And we fight about it because we try to figure out who's talking more and who isn't because I always talk over them. But um, I'm not used yeah. to chat like uh, sending nice messages about me. But, They're amazing. Uh, <laughs> the chat's amazing. And, you know, yeah. thank you for being here. You guys are here. And it's, it's a free show. You can just put it up on your phone or your computer and it, when Gaz isn't here, you can have the show running in the family room in front of your kids. When Gaz is here, hide your kids, put them in the closet, put earmuffs on them. But uh, we really appreciate Sounds you weird. being hide here. Hide your kids with Gaz. You made me sound like I'm on the register or something. What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> you made me sound so psychopath. <laughs> you mean because of the swearing, people? Because of the swearing. And this is what happens. This is the perfect example of ADD. This is what an ADD person says. They go, blah, 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 blah. Oh, crap, I shouldn't have said that. That is, that is what ADD <laughs> is. As soon as you finish the sentence, you're like, oh, crap, I shouldn't have said that. Because uh, what's the word? Compulsive. Uh, the compulsive behavior. Yeah. Jump first. Worry about the consequences <laughs> later. I remember my doctor, my mom sent me to a doctor in high school. And he's like, do you ever do something and not worry about the consequences till afterwards? I'm like, No. <laughs> oh, no and stuff yeah. uh let's see we got trail roberts uh, who's been here a long time uh he says you guys are awesome and gives the okay sign thank you so much trail we appreciate you red wolf puts up a uh, super sticker with a crying fox i know I, he said he was tearing up when we we're talking and i've talked to him a lot he he gets about as emotional as i do so i can really appreciate that um gaz this has been legendary i've never done an ecstasy this long since you were here so um I think we should get you. Let's get, let's get you to bed, <laughs> bro. I just realized the time. I know. I'm so sorry. You said you kind of get to sleep in and get to pack up your stuff. I mean, you just, you just need four pairs of underwear and a and a pair of shorts. And you'll be good. But I I'll really be appreciate you being here. Being here is been legendary. Um, tell people your your plans. You're going to fly out and you you'll be reporting on Gamescom. Yeah, absolutely. I need to just remember to m charge my stuff. But yeah, Gamescom developers, uh, I'll, I'll got the press stuff. So hopefully I get to do some interviews and we'll do that. Phil, Aaron Greenberg, all of you, I'm going to touch you. Uh, Jeff Rubenstein's there as well. So I'm going to touch you as well. Um, <laughs> hopefully not inappropriately. <laughs> that, that sounds so bad. Um, <laughs> but I can't wait to see these guys. Right? It'll be fun just to catch up because, uh, just yeah, I was bump into you. So thank you, everyone. Thank you for being lovely messages as well. Uh, appreciate it. And we'll make memes uh, unless I get cancelled, which uh, is very likely. Thank you, man. I loved it, man. It's like back. Ah, it was like back. The dustly deal was back. It's just natural, just easy. Yeah, so good. I, I I knew at ease. It had been a couple weeks since I did the show, and I felt at ease. We got a, a kind of a a racy ace out gaming super assist. Be honest, who's gonna build a th all kind of sensor? Who's gonna build a thing and balls st uh, Starfield ship? I mean, I'm pretty Everyone. sure when the game comes out, we're gonna see nothing but inappropriate ships uh, sh being shaped on the uh, on the starport. <laughs> uh, I can't wait, but I'm also like, super excited to see what people come up with and uh, what they end up building. So as far as what I'm doing, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to be busy playing Starfield. So um, it's just going to be what I'm just going to be doing. Uh, so yeah, I, I'll try and get some content out, but otherwise you might not see a video from me until uh, embargo. So I really appreciate it. What a great show. Gaz, get some rest. 
Um, when you get all checked in and get, get the whole experience at the end of the day, uh, hit me up with a message. It's going to be a totally different time of day, but um, I really I'll appreciate it. on Twitter. I'm Gaz on Daily. Just see my escapades. I'm going to terrorize all Wandering Dutch, Boxenberger, all of them. It's going to be fun. I can't wait to see the pictures of uh, all you guys. And yeah. All right, bro. Uh, we're going to get out of here. Let's see if I remember how to do this. Thanks, everybody. This is the XC Podcast. I didn't do any of the the brand like uh, stuff, but we're on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, Pocket Podcasts. We're also on demand. You can watch this in full and skip around. I'll get timestamps set up hopefully tonight. Uh, it's actually it's our wedding anniversary, 24 years, if you can believe it. Uh, and, Congratulations. Uh, and I'm sitting here doing a podcast, so um, we're going to celebrate. So thanks, everybody. Gaz, thanks again, bro. Have a safe travel. Enjoy it. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. In. Peace. I got a slim model. Naked again.